Oh, and Jake likes to sneak attack us when he starts. You. What does that mean? Whatever. Hello, welcome to the Global Podcast. Oh, I thought you meant it was like some sort of farting or something. No. That's uh, we all had taco time, so. It's true, I did have taco time before here. So. But I'll, I'll, I'll save up all that for after you. <laughs> I'm a gentleman. I can't wait. Have some decorum. <laughs> I can't wait. I have to flip my cushions. <laughs> Is that what I'm sitting on? No, that's the couch. I don't think so. Hello and welcome to the Cold Bow Podcast. This is Jake and I'm here with my cold bros and lady. I was waiting to cheer because I knew you were going to do that. (laughs) Don't worry, I'll put it in post. We're here with uh, Scott and Chris and Troy, and we have our super fast and furious uh, super fan, Jenny Gray. How are you? Doing awesome. Happy to be here. Happy New Year. I said happy, happy to, be to be here. here. Happy to be here. I thought you said Happy New Year. Dude, and I was I'm, like, I'm the only one really allowed. That's a really weird thing to say. I'm the one that's deaf in one ear. I'm the, one, I'm the only one allowed to make that as an enemy. That's true. I have no excuse. Uh, Jenny, why don't you, you introduce yourself and let us know why you're here with us today. Why I'm here. I unapologetically love Fast and Furious. Mm. I will defend it. Mm. <laughs> this, is called, this is called upon. Chris is throwing his know. hand up going, preach, sister. Yeah, I think it's me and Chris against the world. The world. <laughs> is that a fat joke? Yeah. <laughs> Take it how you want it. <laughs> That's our nickname for Jake, the world. I don't know how you do that. I, oh, I do now. Oh, I thought you were going to say your nickname for Jake was fat joke. Oh, yeah, that too. So we've got the seducer in the world. What? The what's your nickname, Chris? Uh... Christopher. I was gonna say Twitch. Twitch. Twitchtifer. Twitch. I, I have. Uh, actually, I've never mentioned this on the show, but I have Tourette's. So that's a fun fact. Yeah. So, if you ever hear a. That's me. A, it's Chris. <laughs> that's me too. We, we never make fun of him for this. They're always making fun of me for my head and my ear. So. There's Chris. What's up, guys? Okay. Bob Saget. Oh, Bob. Saget. <laughs> That's uh, your nickname? Is that, is that a Deuce Bigelow <laughs> reference? It's this uh, no, it's it's Tourette's guy. Oh, yeah, Tourette's guy. Too. Well, you're Bob Saget now. Thanks, That's God. not Mickey Mouse. That's Tinder. Everyone at him. That's the, <laughs> the Tourette's guy that got fired from his job because he didn't really have Tourette's. So what have you been up to, Dan? What have I been up to? What have you been up to? Okay, so I was actually thinking about this the other day. I Have you guys heard this rap slash country song nope. called <laughs> called uh, Old Town Road. Will yeah. you sing some of it, please, yeah, to refresh I've my memory? I've heard it. And it gets caught got the head. horses in the bag. The oh, horse gosh, is dude. A tad. Have you not heard this song? No, I don't no. know. Okay, no. so there's this little, there's this, this rapper in Atlanta called Lil Nas X, and he wrote this song called Old Town Road, and it's like serious country type song, but he also has like rap bars in it but he sings it with this southern accent and does all that. anyway it's kind of like poking fun at country music but kind of not anyway it got up to like third on the billboard charts in country and then well, I mean it has to be good and then Nashville got pissed and said it's not country take it off so they took it off the charts 
And then Lil Nas X said, "Hey Billy Ray Cyrus, <laughs> Billy <laughs> come, Ray Cyrus, come and sing us, come and sing some tracks for us." So Billy Ray Cyrus is featured on this song. Now, the remix. Is he just singing Achy Break Your Heart? <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is in the pre-show, Troy started singing Achy Breaky Heart. And I, I was did like, not. Did I? Yes, you oh. did. <laughs> For the sake of our show, yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> Don't interrupt again. <laughs> Great joke, Jason. Any- <laughs> Great joke, Jason. <laughs> Props, anyway, bro. <laughs> anyway, he, it was, he, he was, now he's in it. And now it's like, now everybody's going, well, it's not, now it's pretty dang country. You get twang. And he there's sings a guy about named his, Billy Ray in it. He, so. he sings about his guitar, and he doesn't say guitar; he says guitar. It's like, anyway, the whole the whole point, the, and the whole reason I bring this up is for Reese. Like, love you, Reese. I miss you, buddy. But uh, <laughs> he's not like, dead. He's just not he's here. not dead. He's just not present. Um, he's gone. <laughs> he's gone. G, from G us. for gone. Uh, G for gone. <laughs> anyway, he uh, this. Uh, it's all about Nashville and how the country music world is super messed up and how that country music stifles creativity. Like, well, Nashville does. Nashville. Nashville stifles creativity, and that's Whoever why Nashville country. Is, I think he's the guy that lives down the street. Yeah. Right. I imagine he looks like the Texas oil tycoon in The Simpsons. He's just, just like always shooting, shooting his guns. pistols in the air. <laughs> but, but, I'm he, dead he, inside. This, this is extremely stereotypical and offensive because I will have you know Jenny here is from Georgia. Are you from Georgia? Hell yeah. What part? Northern Atlanta. Have Northern you ever heard of Sewanee? Uh, no, you haven't. No. I, I have like, a buddy I will that give lives you $100 Atlanta, if you've though. heard of Sewanee. He lives. He lives by the new stadium, new baseball stadium. Which oh, okay. Is north of Atlanta. Anyway, anywho, anyway, the the, the whole point is this. Sidetrack. I was talking to about Reese. Reese talks to me about this all the time about how country music isn't allowed to be uh, innovative, unique, and innovative anymore because they're so held down by the national people. And it was interesting to watch how. This new song that sounds different um, climbed the charts. But it was and it, popular. And it was, yeah. and it was super popular and people liked it. Country people liked it. It's getting played on country stations. But because it was written and performed by Lil Nas X, it got taken off the charts. They're very so, clickish. Anyway, that was, that, I thought that was interesting. And it's kind of very different from everything we talk about. I don't think – I think the country music well, is not in any of our wheelhouses. Is but. it in yours, Jenny? No. Oh, okay. Good. I do not like country. That's good. That's good. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, I thought it was interesting. That's that. That's yeah. And that song has been stuck in my head since Friday, so I figured I of, would bring it up. Of the many many rules we have on this podcast, one of them is no country, and you broke it. I broke it. <laughs> it's just true. That's, that's, that's like that, that's like that rule, rule number sixty-two, <laughs> and I broke it. I'm sorry. Do you have guys. an ordinance somewhere with these laws written? We're well, well rule to... number three is there is no rule. So. <laughs> <laughs> and if um, this is your first night here, you have to fight. That was. Yes. <laughs> Do I get to choose? Yeah. <laughs> the world. <laughs> um, so, uh, are we going to talk about Game of Thrones? Yeah. Game of Thrones was last night. <gasps> Season eight episodes premiered last night. Yeah, it was great. Uh-huh. Well, by and the time we, this, we this by the time it? this episode airs, it it'll be a, a week. few days ago. But yeah, like 
yeah, it was, it was crazy. I mean, I very much enjoyed myself. All of us, except for Scott. I have not. Yeah. I haven't seen an episode. Oh, Loser. you're one of those guys. Yeah. What, are you going to post why? memes about it online? <laughs> Dude. Why haven't you, you seen vegan? it? <laughs> I just haven't. I've read the books. I just so haven't have seen I. I just haven't seen just the, You know that George R. R. Martin is waiting no. until the no, shows are written and then he's like, oh, thank goodness. I don't have to actually write this anymore. <laughs> he's like, we're just waiting for somebody to do his he's gonna, job. I, don't, I plan on watching it. I just haven't done it yet. I'm, I'm stuck watching Fast and Furious movies. Stuck? Yeah. <laughs> stuck? Well, uh, what TV show were you watching before this? I'm sure you uh, it was something new. Something that. I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> I'm not going to dignify that with a Something response. I've never seen before. <laughs> Definitely wasn't the office. <laughs> so, Game of Thrones gave me all the feels with yeah. all those reunions. I was, yeah, especially true. the Jamie and Bran one. The that was the best. <laughs> like, I hit someone. Did you? I, yeah. I, did, I punched my friend. I hope it wasn't your daughter. <laughs> because I bring my four-year-old to watch Game of Thrones with me. What you I did? mean, I could, but oh. it's, it's not like I haven't before. But now close your eyes, sweetheart. Um, no, There's a uh, there was a, right now. Close your I eyes. I saw a meme. I saw a meme, I saw a meme online of of uh, Bran. It says Bran throughout the whole episode, and it's it's a uh, it's the clip from Always Sunny when Charlie and Charlie and Mac are staring at each other across the <laughs> restaurant, and Charlie. <laughs> about Bran is that I think that it's people just didn't realize creep. how non-wheelchair accessible Winterfell is <laughs> and this kid in a wheelchair was just waiting for somebody to move him Hodor is gone me. somebody I, needs to move him I'm hungry it's not his fault Danny McBride should come make ramps he's just sitting there he can't make ramps he can't move his wheelchair with his third eye or something like is that not possible no he needed somebody to get up and move him and he's just waiting there for someone to come yeah, get right, him. I mean, Professor X. Yeah, right. that's, that's a very right. astute observation. Yes, Maybe it's really it too, a social like, commentary. He wants to move around, but nobody will. Like, I think you're on to something. Hodor's gone, so who's going to move him around? I don't know. I think we're going to see Hodor again. Don't say that, dude. You're going to make me cry all over again. Troy always has this, like, oh, words. he didn't see the body. So Troy's convinced that Han's still alive. Hey, I didn't. No. Okay. Yes, I am. Okay. And, and Giselle. Okay. We'll get to that. But I'm not saying Hodor's alive. <laughs> oh, I know to what you're fair, saying. To be fair, I told everyone Hodor's that the Hound was still eyes. alive and they all said that I was crazy. Mm-hmm. And dude. then I stood up and they said, in your face. When and then was. you punched your friend again. Because <laughs> that's what I do. I'm convinced that Stannis is still alive. <laughs> I thought that well, we did see, like... you never did see him die. No, you didn't see the body. You didn't see the you body. You saw Brienne swing a sword, that's Brienne it. Brienne's no liar. If she says she killed, chopped off his head, she chopped off his that's head. That's a pretty good point, too. It's true. Yeah, that's true. She's pretty right. honorable. She's Phasma. All right, so, um, anything else? Can we get... Yes. Can we get... <laughs> Phasma? Phasma? <laughs> <laughs> The silver the ultimate oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. depiction the, the of the Damn honor. it, Troy, shut up. Your non sequitur comments are throwing me off. <laughs> it wasn't a lie. Oh, all right. Um, Just because it's not. Never mind. Uh, so <laughs> let's get started. Let's do it. We've talked about it a couple times already. Yeah, we've teased this like crazy. Yeah, Chris, without further ado, let's turn this over to you, buddy. All right, so. This is something that we've been having in the works for a while. I've been teasing this like crazy. And I even teased the guys like a year ago. I was going to make them do this. You're such a tease. I know. I'm with such a tease. Um, Today we're going to stack from worst to best the Fast and the Furious movies. 
gag. <laughs> this is a, a a polarizing franchise, a franchise in which a lot of people, maybe in this room even, think that they're better than. Oh my that God. it's that it's somehow beneath them. I want to see hands. That it, this franchise is somehow beneath them. That they're Chris uh, is coming out swinging as the victim. Superiority of, of taste is this like oh I could never watch those Here, movies. Here's what I'm gonna say: If Vin Diesel ever called me, he was like, "Hey, hey Troy, we want you to work on Fast and the Furious," he'd be like, "Sure." Cool. He'd be like, "Groot." That's a really good Vin Diesel impersonation. <laughs> <laughs> Spot on. Don't do that would be great, was that though. Kermit the Frog? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was uh, it was Don Knotts. <laughs> Sorry, Jake. What were you saying? <laughs> What? Was anyway, I saying something? <laughs> you, were, you were definitely saying something. Um, I'm always saying something. So, because we're doing Fast and the Furious, wind got out. Word got out. Not wind. I don't know why I said wind. Gross. Word got out. Uh, you heard about this somehow, Jenny, that Troy. we were doing this. Was it through Troy? Or I just have, like, sensors. I'm like, somebody's, somebody's doing a talking. podcast on Fast and Furious, and I need to be there. You heard a charger revving, and you're like, yes. spider sensor. <laughs> like, I just started twitching. No, it was an import. So, did we... So, you're a huge... Huge Fast and the Furious fan. Yes. Uh, From how the come? beginning or when no. was your introduction? So I did watch the first one when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. Um, but and it was like, nah, I didn't really love it. Sure. I got the flu um, when I was in like, I don't know, 12, 2012 or something. I don't know, like 10 years ago. And I went to Redbox and I thought I was getting the first Fast and the Furious. And it was actually the fourth one because they are... Fast just and it's, just, it's the, the Fast and the Furious so it's very confusing yeah. but I watched the fourth one and I got kind of addicted to it and so I had the flu for like a week so I just watched all of them so it's kind of interesting that the fourth one really sucked me into the franchise because that is I rated the fourth one so low yeah. on my worst that. to best yeah. list but yeah. that's because the others are so good mm-hmm. that's a fair point Holla. um yeah, so let's go ahead and get started then. Uh, we're going to go ahead from bottom to top of the worst. So we'll start at number eight. Bottoms up. And uh, we've already we already made our own personal list. I guess we can kind of say as we go along where we rank ours personally along the way. But we collaborated. We smashed our list together. And this is, the uh, I guess, the official Cold Bow Fast and the Furious stack. And I'm really hoping that we have a bunch of, like, revving engine noises. <laughs> I've also got ideas, Troy, so you better keep good notes. Uh, so let's begin. At number eight, we have a very, very bad movie, Too Fast, Too Furious. Drop. Too Fast, Drop. Too Furious. Oh, I'm too fast for y'all. Oh, you just who wants to uh, rip into it first? Oh my gosh. <laughs> this this movie... Tell me about your notes. <laughs> my notes. I, I have literally one note from the movie. Because we all took notes when we were watching all the movies, mm-hmm. right, Scott? I, right. I took one note in the movie, and, I think, and it said, Wet dog. <laughs> and that's literally all I can say about this. The movie was... It wasn't even like visually pleasing. I didn't even like the way it looked like all these other movies are so like visual spectacles. You freaking It is over 10 years old. Right? Yeah, yeah. 2002 directed by John Singleton. Yeah, I, I don't know. It just John Singleton's a good director too, so it's the, the It also is. introduced the worst character in all of Fast and the Furious. Do not say ludicrous. No, not no ludicrous. No, no, Tej is great. Tej is, is awesome. I, Roman I, 
Okay. Rome is the worst character. No, he's a funny guy. He's, he says he's jokes. A comic oh relief. Gosh. Like he has a big forehead. Tyrese. <laughs> <laughs> Tyrese Gibson isn't uh, is not a terrible actor. He's not a good actor. He's not a terrible actor, but his char- they didn't do him any favors in giving him just an awful character. In anyway, I kind of do think so it's him. There was. <laughs> <laughs> There was something that this movie introduced that the first movie started doing, and then this movie like did it a whole lot, like just, and then they stopped doing it right after because they realized it just sucked. Was that when whenever they would press the button to inject NOS into the system, they like had this like Star Wars hyper like thing that was just like the, yeah, yeah. And their head would go back into their seat, and then and then like all the colors would blend together, and it would just go really really fast, and it was like supposed the way to be really they did cool. it in the first and one was so cool though. Yeah, but it didn't age well. See, no, and, that, and that's the, the thing. One, I so think by bad. a year. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying like, this is so 2001. None of it aged well. <laughs> like, Tro- Troy, I think, ever. Uh, I think later, bad. you're going down a good road though because <laughs> it it seemed. How many roads must he go down? I'm talking sorry, about the that Cuban was only a quarter mile of the road. No, Cuban mile. <laughs> Shut <laughs> How long go do you ahead. take? Go ahead, Scott. Okay, I'll go ahead. Um, <laughs> no, because I really like the first one. And by the way, this is uh, my, this is except for Tokyo Drift. I hadn't seen any of the movies until we watched them for this episode. Um, which is whatever. Um, <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, but the second one, I, re- I like the first one. I-, I watched the first one. I was like, okay, I'm kind of glad we're doing this. And then the second one, they uh, <laughs> why do they keep making more? They they, they they tried to make the same relationship between Dom and Brian at, with uh, Rome and Brian, and it just did not work. It I, I just the whole time I was just missing the relationship between Dom and Brian because I think that's what yeah, like they tried to uh, replace that's what really attracted Dom me with to the Roman, first one. and that was a bad move. Yep, and it was like. But I'm glad they brought Dom and Tedge back. There is a uh, they do eventually. Yeah, yeah but there I, is I, a eventually. there is a theme for me for my bottom three um, that has to do a lot with what Scott just said. Without one of those, they even brought Eva Mendez back for three so, wait, so you're three, three seconds. So yeah, Eva, Eva? Mendez. Sorry, go ahead. It's Eva Mendez. Yes, her. It's Eva. Yes, her. Eva. Let's just call her E Mendez. Evan. Eva. Evian. Oh, Mrs. Mendes. Carry on. Ms. Sorry, Mendes. that was. I, I got distracted. What were you saying? I didn't even hear what you said afterwards. Uh, yeah, Eva Mendez is in this movie, uh, pronounced with an E. Eva Mendez, uh, which is actually surprising because she's a huge actress. Yeah. So it's amazing that they got uh, her. She wasn't huge back then. No, not then. But she is. Now, but she's become nowish. And how romantic was that stare and drive? I mean, oh my god. Yeah, but Roman <laughs> invented that. Oh man. Roman invented. That. <laughs> oh my gosh. Danny, what, do you, what are your thoughts on it? Because this isn't your worst, but it's all of ours. No, it's not my worst. It's my third. To, it's my least third to least favorite. But here's the thing: is that Rome wasn't a replacement for Dom. Dom was like Brian's mentor. Like. Rome and Brian were just friends. It wasn't supposed to be an identical relationship. It was a new relationship. Yeah. It, yeah, and it was like an old relationship, but it was a new to the to the series, right? Because, right, because anyway. they were they had a, a past. Yeah, but, but, but as far as being like a buddy movie type thing, it, 
it was oh, kind of. Yeah. It felt like it was trying to replace. I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down there, cuz. Yeah, cuz. Yeah, cuz. <laughs> Dude, all I can say is we I'm hungry, hungry cuz. <laughs> Give me that burrito. I think. Um, <laughs> sorry, Jake. I didn't mean to cut no, you off. No, it's all good. Go ahead. I think what they were trying to do with this movie too is th- they made the first movie, uh, which we'll get to eventually. But in case I forget to mention this, it was it was almost written with Paul Walker in mind because Paul Walker is an actual fan of street racing vin diesel plays D. like yeah. I, I don't think he, maybe he does now but at the time he didn't so what the uh first fast and the furious was so big it was such a cultural phenomenon people were street racing all over kerns where we grew up it was really annoying yeah um and the second one they're like man we have something here they, let's they make would get Walker. under their cars and they would punch holes in their muffler with a <laughs> nail yeah so that it sounded like they were street racing mm-hmm. when really they were just there was there was back out of the garage. There was <laughs> Toyota like Celex all over the place. Yeah, it, was it was bad. Did you ever race? No, but I had a lot of friends who did. I actually have a friend, uh, my idiot friend Navaldo. What's up, Navaldo? But he broke the axle on his car so many times trying to drift in his neighborhood. Oh dear! <laughs> parking his car home after Tokyo drift. Dude, I bet I bet I bet. The tire axle, whatever that is, trying yeah. to drift around my church parking lot. <laughs> after Tokyo drift. I don't know. It was snowy. It was after. No one heard of drifting until that movie. That's all I'm saying. I I had the dumpiest uh, Datsun pickup truck. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Dick. That Uh, was fun. Datsun to drive around in. Yeah, it was great. It was great. I I drag race people in that all the time (laughs) because it was stick shift, so I knew how to like get off the line fast. Anyway, that was fun. Anyway, my point was is that I think with the second one, they were like, "Man, we have something here. Huge money making franchise." Let's make Brian O'Connor like an American James Bond or something. And like uh, he's like slash criminal. He's edgy. But but he was like wearing like skate clothes and stuff. <laughs> I know. And, and if you so pay they really leaned into like that. The, the musical cues in the first two movies are really bad. Oh, Because so. like Dom will come in and they'll play some like Dominican salsa. And then Brian will come in and it's like Limp Biscuit starts playing. Oh, it was, yeah, it was bad, man. So like they have like those weird musical cues for each character, and it was it was very early two thousands, but uh, it does not hold up at all. Um, but where the direction they were trying to go, it was almost like it was because that's where they are now. They're all superheroes, but back then nobody wanted that. No, nobody wanted that. It was odd. Yeah, it was odd. So that's all. I, I had a bunch of notes for that, but that yeah. movie. It was a bad movie. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> we don't need to talk about anything else. Anything, <laughs> anything more to say about it? No. No. Okay. So uh, at number seven, we have one of my personal favorites. Fast and the Furious presents Tokyo Drift. Why do, you, why do you despise it so? Let me count the ways. I don't know. It's First of all, let's start with Lucas Black. Why? Why? I, I like the shape of his head. I because think he's, really he's handsome. got charm, young lady. No. Wait. I grew up in the South. No, he does not. <laughs> and his bloody little face in the beginning, all he's grinning at that girl, is like, ugh. You're the worst. I the worst, Lucas. When he's when he's uh, racing 
Brad from Home Improvement. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's who that is! <laughs> it's nice to see Brad still got work 13, 14, and then 15 years in, ago. In the with Viper? His, with like, his Dodge Viper that yeah. he drives through a house or whatever. Uh-huh. He, wrecked, uh-huh. he wrecked the Viper because his girlfriend's like, I guess I know who I'm going with the prom. It's like, <laughs> I thought you loved me. <laughs> I thought you loved me. All right, well, I'm going to wreck my friggin' expensive ass car for the. Sorry. Yeah, it was bad. Ball with the ball. And the house. <laughs> yeah, it, was, yeah. it was so... Yeah. It, it was bad. It was so bad. So let me, let me explain why Tell me why, why like you it. find this redeeming. Me? Well, it was the first Fast and Furious movie that I actually liked. Because the first one I was like kind of meh about. I was also insanely like counterculture when I was younger. So like seeing all these people like, man, I love that movie. You know, that movie's dumb. So I hated the first one. I hated the second one. And the third one came out, and I was convinced that Paul Walker and Vin Diesel were the reasons why they were bad. Excuse me. Um, and then I really like the setting that it's in. I really like the moving it from America to Tokyo, showing a different style to it. And this is the first movie to use practical effects with the cars. The director, uh, Justin Lin, was the first one to come in and go, you know, car enthusiasts really hated the first two because, like, uh, Vin Diesel popping his charger mm-hmm. up was all CGI. Um, the NOS, the NOS was CGI. So they got actual racers to drift around in these cars. Like that scene where they drift through like time, times, I don't know if it's called Times Square in, Not Tokyo. in Tokyo. Tokyo's <laughs> Times Square. Tokyo's Times Square. Um, I don't Across know. the street place. Yeah, but that, that part was really cool when they drift through the whole crowd and the crowd like kind of dispenses out of the way. It was a really cool stuff. That stunt. was pretty neat. And I, that's why I think I like this one. That, that was the first time I got a taste of like, oh, these these movies can actually do like really cool practical stunts. And even me at my young age could tell that like I think they're, they're on to something here. And the director goes on to make, he gets better and better at them. So he went on to make and improve on his formula. And uh, yeah, I've actually got more to say about him, but... What, this was his baby. The, Who was your favorite character in the movie? Han. Oh, Han's my favorite Fast and Furious Who's character. Who's not dead, period. by the way. He's not Han, dead. Han is great. I love how, like, tranquilo he is. He's the most tranquil stone <laughs> dude I around. watched this with my wife, and she's like, how many chips does he have? Yeah, he he's, clearly has, like, a Brad Pitt world fixation. He's the fixation. Brad Pitt of the, of the Asian world. <laughs> yeah, he has dude. to eat in literally every scene he's in, mm-hmm. and it has to look like it's But then Giselle calls him out on it. Yeah, because he's a Because he quit smoking. Yeah. Obviously, I, but yeah, like I don't, I don't think I don't even remember Lucas Black character's name in the movie. Um, That's but, because he was so unmemorable. But yeah, he's he's unmemorable. He he was serviceable, I guess. The villain I thought was really good in this. The DK, um, he was played by an actually kind of famous actor. Now he plays Shredder in the Ninja Turtle movies. Um, <laughs> I don't. I have to look up. So so bring Brian up, T. Bring up DK. That was really like far the from. cheesiest. Thing, the way they kept calling him DK. DK. Well, there there is, an, there is an actual DK in Tokyo, that, a drift king. Okay, and he's, so, so he's real life is, ju- is cheesy then. Yeah, real life is cheesy. Okay, but he's a he's a farmer that's laughing at Lucas Black while he's drifting around really? practicing. Yeah, so he's the one that's like, or the fisherman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the guy that's driving throughout the whole movie. Really? Yeah. That's so, fun. Yeah, the it's sweet. That's the best part of that whole movie. Is it driving? <laughs> No, it's just that oh. little nugget that you oh. dropped. That little nugget? <laughs> hearing, a little bit. I'm hearing about the farmer. It's not the Australian-Japanese high school girl that's just, for some reason, you know, has an Australian accent, even though she's lived her whole life in Japan. Dude, Japan is a melting pot. Why don't you just get Dude, over I, it? Dude, I've actually heard that a lot you know, of Troy racists, like a lot of 
Asian countries when they learn English, it's from Australian people, so they learn it with Australian. Well, I stand corrected. But one thing I will say though <laughs> is one thing I will say though is like the thing that this movie took from. So all of the Fast and the Furious movies have this whole like macho. I I have to be a strong man type thing. I can never back down from Alpha. challenge. Alpha, yeah. This this movie took that to an eleven. Like yeah. the dude freaking. We already talked about this. He wrecked his freaking Viper because he was losing a race. Like, are you kidding mm-hmm. me? And then the well, I guess he was going to lose the car, but whatever. But the other thing is that like, is that like he the main character was like going to go to prison, but he. Unless, like, if he didn't stay out of cars, if he was sent back to America, he was going to go to prison. But he ha- he couldn't back down from race. So this some random dude challenges him to a drift race, something he's never done before. Troy's obviously not a racer. I know, dude. He just doesn't get it. Have you ever you don't live your life I'm just, I'm just not masculine enough, I guess. I, I don't know. <laughs> you obviously don't have a code that you live by. <laughs> it's, it's, I, <laughs> Troy, it doesn't matter if you win by an intro. Okay. <laughs> It only matters but, but Troy, who's behind I understand the wheel. where you're coming from. I have to make a joke. But <laughs> the, the, the whole time I was thinking, like, why does he just, why doesn't he just, like, yeah. not. Uh, so, because we wouldn't have a movie. What's funny <laughs> is, why, it's in the script. Oh. What's funny is the reason why I okay. don't like these, the last two movies, the Too Fast, Too Furious, and Tokyo Drift, mm-hmm. is something that, that has to go away real quick for the next ones. Is the stakes are too high for me? Oh, they have to keep getting higher. I I don't like how because like in the first one it was you can catch Dom and he'll go to jail. Like that's that's the stakes is he's gonna go to jail. But like in the second one, the dude's kidnapping Eva Mendez and he's gonna torture her and kill her. And he's a international drug dealer. And this one, it's the yakuza that they're fighting. I mean, they're fighting against organized crime in in Japan and. If he doesn't catch him, then he's then the guy has to keep he's gonna keep the girlfriend and it's this super and I thought I, I just remember thinking it's so contrived and stupid. While the first one felt I liked the low stakes of the first one where it was more of like we're gonna street race and see who's a better street racer and if and if Dom loses then all it's gonna happen is he doesn't get to steal VCRs anymore <laughs> or whatever, which is Wonderfully aged, wonderfully. By the way, that he's stealing VCRs, <laughs> tube TVs and VCRs, tube TVs and VCRs. He's stealing. He's stealing exactly two hundred and thirty dollars worth of <laughs> equipment out of an entire truck full. Of, um, <laughs> you couldn't. You couldn't give them to a thrift store. Guys are changing movies. <laughs> but I'm just saying. What, like I said, that has to go out the window once you move on to later movies, because I mean. Well, obviously, you get once you get into Fast Five, it's like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, that's a soak take, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) But like, zing. But like, Mission Impossible started out with low stakes, and then he just saved the world in the last one. I mean, it it didn't have low stakes though. Avengers does it. Like every franchise, the stakes get higher and higher. But and higher. It didn't have low stakes. What didn't? Uh, Mission Impossible, the first one. I mean, it had lower stakes than the most recent one. Okay. So the uh, every franchise the step the step between the step between one and two was a massive step. It didn't yeah, two's, gradually. Two is really bad. It didn't gradually ri- raise the stakes. That's and that I think that may be what turned me off on these on these two is that it it was just so jarring how quickly it was like. 
Oh, if you don't do it, then someone's going to be tortured to death for the with rest a of rat. Their, like on a, with, with a bucket a, and a rat. So, so oh. a rat. for me uh, to change pace, uh, the, the two and three, I think for me, it, the the thing that made him bad for me was just Dom not being there. To be honest, interesting. I just really like his character. I, I agree. And if we're done and we're moving on to the next. Um, I love Unless, three. It's a B level movie. I think it came out directly to DVD. It didn't even get released in theaters. I think that uh, two killed the franchise and three revived it. Mm-hmm. And, well, it did. Well, no, th- I, I remember three being big. Yeah, I, I, and that's the only one I had seen before this. Three and was big. It, 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 it was big. The franchise. I remember. I remember in high There's school. There's only one that revived the franchise, and it was five. Well, definitely. But five, five, five made it into five a blockbuster juggernaut. Into its butt. Is what it did, and The Rock did too. It's franchise Viagra. <laughs> yeah, but but this franchise was basically dead, and then the director came in, uh, which is kind of why I like this movie so much. Justin Lin came in, and he had a vision. And once once this movie was successful, he kind of moved the the chess pieces around his board, and he figured it out. So that's that's all I wanted to say is I like three because it's almost like the beginning of Justin's um, franchise. So we can move on from there. Okay, cool. cool. Let's do it. Moving on. At number six, we have Fate of the Furious. Raise a cup up for all my day ones. Do me do things for the haters. Let's only get in greater. Straight up from nothing we go up. Higher than the highest skyscraper. Uh, the most recent one. Number eight in the Number series. Ocho. And probably the one we all watched the most recently, so it's all fresh on our minds. I watched it today. Definitely not during work. <laughs> Talk <laughs> about If anyone's steaks. listening. <laughs> um, so guys, so why, this did we, was my, why did we put it all so low? It's funny. This is my, these are my, fi- in my list, my final three went eight, three, two, but just like this. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because they are all missing either Dom or Brian, or both. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think I that's don't fair. like them. That's a fair Well, assessment. I mean, it's and, kind of hard to... Well, I, I, I get it. I get it. But he's the heart of the series. Dom or Brian, Brian. or both of them? Brian. Well, both of them. I, I think they're... Really both of them. I think, the I think it's their... aorta and one's the right. Yeah. yeah. It's their it's their on-screen chemistry. <laughs> their on- that, is that the phrase? <laughs> no. <laughs> I didn't think you said aorta. I, I, I was, a, I was an anatomy tutor for three years. <laughs> that is not a thing. Oh, the left areola and the right areola. <laughs> <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a thing. <laughs> there are two nips on the same person. <laughs> <laughs> does that make does does that make do- Rome the superfluous third nipple? Yeah. <laughs> okay. 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 Cool. Take him or leave him. <laughs> check. Check and check. Uh, <laughs> so I, I think that those two, their their on screen chemistry, their relationship with each other, the the fact that Brian is Dom's family, Dom is Brian's family. That that is what holds the series together, and that's what holds the movies together. And that's what makes the movies great. And eight, while I mean they didn't have a choice, so you couldn't have it. But it, Star it, Wars did it. Oh, <laughs> they did do it a little bit Boom. in seven, but um, they even tried to like call attention to it. Like, like they're like Brian would know what to do. I'm like no. We're not bringing Brian into this. I thought, they, this I thought they would kill him in the series. Um, I'm so happy they didn't. I'm, glad, I'm pretty yeah, glad, glad they, they didn't. didn't. Yeah. I, I, I just thought they did. I, I think they almost kind of teased that they were going to. Yeah, because the, the end of seven, 
but, it's, but it's fine. I I just thought that uh, it hurt the movie, though I still liked it. Like when it comes out to it. say too is like after two, I basically I, me personally, I like all of them. I have eight really low on my list, but I loved eight. Yeah, right. Yeah. What did you think of eight, Jenny? I had it fourth, fourth from the bottom, so my fourth worst. Yeah. While we're doing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it's gotten pretty ridiculous, but I think that was what I missed. I missed Brian. I missed their chemistry and their dynamic, and I think I put it low just because Dom was being so. I mean, he obviously had the motivation because his baby was being kidnapped, but it was just so out of character for him. He was a jerk. It, felt weird. it wasn't. A yeah, like the spirit of it was kind of gone. Oh, I'm all for one? like a nuclear submarine coming through sheets of ice. <laughs> 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 that part. I, I like how they like immediately contradicted. What like they, they said they're gonna get there before us, or like, and then immediately they went up, and now they're gonna get there first. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. I know. I know what you mean. Anyway, it was um, odd. But. Uh, is this the one that we nicknamed uh, Fast 8 or Fast and the Furiosa? Yeah, Fast <laughs> and the Furiosa. And uh, has... I don't know what 9 is going to be called, but 10 Chinese. has to be Fast 10 Your Seatbelt. Fast 10. Oh fast oh 10 God. Your Seatbelt. <laughs> That's Jenny clapping. <laughs> <laughs> Troy will not claim that. Um <laughs> But ultimately, <laughs> ultimately, <laughs> like I thought the I thought the characters were good. They had good acting. They had freaking, they they had Charlize Theron, Emmy, our Oscar award winning actress. They had Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren. They had their roster is stacked. They really stacked was. Roster. They had Mister Heaveu, the Tormund Giants Bane. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, They had. All I mean, Kurt Russell's back. Kurt Russell's back, Mister Nobody. I was so surprised in Seven when, when Kurt showed Russell up. When he Are showed you up. serious? That's what I Dude, thought. he has so much swagger. He's such <laughs> a sexy person. We'll get person. to this, but when, when like he showed up, I was like, hair, yeah, this, is so. Russ, "This would be Reese's number one." I know, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would. And then, and then they have this stacked lineup, and then they said, "You know who would be great in this? The guy that has the personality of a toad." Scott Eastwood. Scott Eastwood. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Which was, one, who's Scott Eastwood? Scott Eastwood was he was little nobody. Little, yeah. little nobody. <laughs> oh yeah. He's Clint Eastwood's son. You would think he would be a little more oh, better so at bad. acting. I mean, he's a good looking guy, but it's like I think he's just there for that to be to be like the frat boy. Looking. I, don't, I don't know. Pretty forgettable. I don't think yeah. he he definitely didn't enhance the movie, but yeah. I don't think he really hurt it. You're just like, ah. Eh. Yeah. It's true. You just kind of dismiss him. Yep. He so, was just there to like get made fun of too. I'm surprised he even signed up for it. The the thing <laughs> the thing in this movie that I hated the most, and I was talking to Scott and Chris about this, is it's a it's become a cliche in film. Was the hacking battle <laughs> that they would do. like? It's just like Cipher or Charlize Theron just like sits down. Just like, I like how there's like oh there's, I'm locked out. Well, check this out. And then there's just there, like yeah, there's like four or five like, of them where where like she's gonna have to be smarter than that. <laughs> But like or I type faster than me. Yeah, I sent uh, I sent the group a gif of and, of this guy. Well, it's all laughing your own joke. <laughs> I'm laughing because it's hilarious. Of this guy, like, great in radio. A, in a okay, shut up. <laughs> Let me explain. Show the me the gif. This is the gif. <laughs> it's a guy did in you, an uh, electronic uh, store running around furiously typing on all the so laptops. Did you hate, area did you hate the hacking scene in Mission Impossible? Like did you hate the hacking scene in 007? That's pretty amazing. Yes. Did you hate the hacking scene? Yes. Die hacking, hard. hacking, it, hacking in movies is. Terrible. I think it's completely overused. And the hacking scene in uh, in 
clear and present danger was awesome, though. Because it gets typed really fast? <laughs> or the Italian Because job. it's the same you know, as every hacking scene. You know what is the best hacking scene, though, is uh, Stranger Things Season 2, when it when it's literally just like a uh, script and... He, did, he runs the script once and it works. <laughs> That's basically what it is. You just like, <laughs> type the script, run it, and it works, and then you're in. Who, who did that? And um, it was uh, Rudy. Rudy. What's his face? Sh- oh, Sean, Sean Astin. Astin. Sean Astin. He, he wrote like, I can't remember. It was like Cobol some or something. So, some really old code in the 80s. This is real yeah. hacking. It was. You're the Tej of our group. Yeah. <laughs> 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 who didn't start off as a hacker? I know, like huh? It should be noted. He started out as like a dude of giant fro. Yeah. Right? He ran <laughs> he race wars. Yeah. His, his character progressed the most. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. He's got a wild arc. <laughs> and then when they ask him why, he's like, I had a life before you knew me. That's guys. right. It <laughs> was like this throwaway comment. Now watch me go to work. Yeah. Um, what movie are we on? Fate. We're on Fate. Um, I like Fate. I actually watched every single making of for every single one of these movies. Uh, the stunts in Fate were nuts. Um, they, I mean, they, they're trying to top themselves every. Yeah, single the rock time. punched a, bri- a solid wall. Yeah, that was cool. No, but you know what? <laughs> you know what was cool was when they dropped like rained cars out of the sky. Dude, that was nuts. in New York. That was pretty cool, and that was real. And that was real. Was, they yeah. really did that. They yeah, did that. Nuts. There was a. I remember on Reddit a few years ago. It was like, the it was guy like was World like, War Z with cars. <laughs> yeah. Although a guy on Reddit posted, they're filming Fast and Furious across the street from my work today, and he was filming from his window. And these cars were just coming out and just crashing into the road. That's really cool. Although the part in that scene that was lame was all of these cars were all of a sudden automatically driving. I I liked it. I mean, why is they that? Were, well, they, that's the whole that thing. They hacked too hard, <laughs> and they got too the furious. cars. I was, no, I was going to say was, that. They did the Viagra <laughs> thing. <laughs> they Viagra hacked that and got the cars. I mean, to- out of all the silly things in this movie, hacking a car is what like your hangup is. No, no, hacking in general. But it was just, you just like, can't get over. Scott it. made a good point though. Is I did feel like it was it was World War Z with cars. Yeah, they're when they on when they each other. when yeah. they turned yeah, yeah, yeah. it was when they it turned cool. the corner. Yeah, and all the cars were like. Skidding around the corner, they were like bouncing off of each other. They were like bouncing on and rolling and doing. I was like going, "Dang, that's super scary." That was well done, but I was I was placed out of it because it's 2019. That movie came out two years ago, and I don't think cars now can do that auto drive hacking thing where they just drive. They can do some cool things. They can parallel park by themselves. They can stop on their own. They can do all that. They can stay in a lane. I don't think they can. You have the weirdest hangups on movies. Yeah, yeah. For for a movie where people get. Attack a Did you see the James Franco the- face? <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing that a lot. <laughs> For a movie where they 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 literally fight a nuclear submarine with yes. five cars and win, they hack yes. the radio yes. to dude, say that it. they're yes. hacking okay. is the problem. The hacking in general, all of the hacking was was a was a problem for me. Say hacking one more time. <laughs> I'm not a nerd. I'm a hacker. <laughs> I prefer hacker. We got we got our Jurassic Park line in. <laughs> but with the hackers, you have the GOT crossover. You have Missandei from Game of Thrones. Isn't she so great too? Daenerys' great. little Ramsey. Uh, Missandei. Uh, translator. There we go. Oh, yeah. Her handmaiden. That would in the be book, weird. she's her handmaiden. Yep. Her translator. And she's great. I love her. And- I don't, uh, Natalie. What's her name? Manuel. But yeah. the the competition between what's his face and the other guy, Tej and Roman, to uh, to get her to, to get her is just so 
I think it's hilarious. They rock, paper, scissor for her. Yeah, I, it, what, it's, it's hilarious. It's in funny. The, in like the is that not how it's done? Movie. I think it is. But, That's how is I got that, my wife. How Jason got you? Yeah. yeah. They rock, paper, scissor. He, flipped, he won the 20. He called heads. <laughs> <laughs> Back off, bro. That's, I called dibs. I called dibs. <laughs> I, I thought that she had... I, I spent this whole time thinking that she had chosen Tej. Me too. And so she's always in the car with him. Yeah, exactly. And that's why <laughs> I thought they're both hackers. But that's why I thought drive. like that's why I thought it was super funny that it was actually funny that Roman was still trying to get her because she had obviously made her choice. And then at the end, she was like, "I like both of you, but you have to know my last name to date me." And I was like, "Wait, she hasn't decided." Suddenly, all that funny stuff turned to super lame. I mean, she's her own person. This is as choice. Yeah, and, 2019. She and she chose. She picked them both. That's true. <laughs> Hacker's gonna hack. Um, Hacker's gonna hack. But yeah, the, the also Dom's a... baby was so cute. It was, was that's, super cute. That's, that's what baby. I wanted to bring the up too. Most adorable a baby, baby I have ever seen. I can't believe she killed the Brazilian. Yeah, it was sad seeing Elena die. That that sucked. Yeah, yeah poor it sounds Chris like you guys like the movie too. That's dude. I the, I think this movie had appropriately high stakes for Dom. Uh, also, this is. And and Vin Diesel is kind of known as a one note gruff guy, uh-huh. but the dude can act. As sure. Troy knows, have you ever seen Thank You for Smoking or no? Uh, what what's the one where he goes to jail? It's like Thank You for Smoking. You just described every Vin Diesel movie ever. <laughs> yeah, he's wearing the orange Where's jumpsuit. The, Guardians of the Galaxy. What's the one where he's wearing a white wife beater? What's that one? <laughs> oh, I know which one you're talking about. <laughs> um, no, don't. But anyway, he's a good actor, and in this movie, he kind of showed his range. Like, you never see him really lose his cool that much. But when he's yelling at a Cypher in this movie... Like, through, the, through the bulletproof glass. Yeah. Dude, I was actually was telling you yesterday when I came over, I was like, he delivers one of the coolest lines in the whole series when he says to her, like, the problem when you put a, your foot on the throat of a tiger that is you're not allowed to, to br- bring your foot off the throat. And he's like, and, and it was this, like super cool line that got a great payoff mm-hmm. later on in the oh, movie yeah. when he's when he told her like you just took your throat foot off the throat he, he had another really good line when he's like you better kiss kiss my son or whatever because mm-hmm. because he's the only thing that's keeping this this whole the plane airplane alive. You, and you alive yeah you you may not care much about it but you your entire crew on this airplane the only reason it's still here is because of him mm-hmm. also, he had some great lines and he delivered them so well yeah also, Jason Statham is in this movie. Uh, and he's a good guy. Yeah, but I cannot forgive him for killing Han. I don't care what they <laughs> he's do. He's not with dead. Him. <laughs> Giselle saved him in the last also, minute. Second, also, Jason Statham is not a good actor. He's not a good actor, but for a dude who he started in, um, I, I love him when he's being directed by a guy Ritchie. He's good yeah. in those oh, roles. Yeah. But for a dude who started off as like a an Olympic diver. diver. He is really good at martial arts. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to see. I love his action scenes. Yeah. I love his action scenes. I know, scenes. dude. Well, why are we talking about this now? <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't. I If he came back to life again, I would be, I'd be all for it. I would particularly <laughs> love it if it was another movie where they didn't acknowledge once again that he had died. And they're um, like, eh, we'll like. Yeah, that's we'll put we three later in the, in like the future again. <laughs> well, thanks for cutting me off mid sentence. That was I nice. I apologize. <laughs> um, like it happens to me every every episode. Um, Jason Statham's action scenes are really good. Although yeah. I don't buy that really Jason glad. Statham and The Rock can fight each other and it'd be a fight that would last longer well, than three it, and a half this seconds. Is, this is what I want because you you said that and I was like, is Jason Statham a martial artist? And apparently he has been for a long time. Yes, that's all he does. Yeah, that's how he's so ripped. I know that's all he he does. He swims, 
and he does martial arts. And he doesn't like lift weights. He has like all these functional muscles. That's all uh, it takes. I think that's it. Wow. It's just that's all it takes. It's just working yeah, out Troy. really hard, <laughs> four hours a day, twice a day, for ten years, and you're good. Dude, that's, that's all I'm that's been holding there. you back. <laughs> I'm halfway there. I look like I ate Jason Statham, but I'm fine. So anyway, does anyone else have more to say about fate? Um, I just, liked I liked how they acknowledged I'm sorry, um, uh, the the rocks uh, stupid quips, which oh, yeah. which, which are funny and they they're, they're meant to, they're meant to be the they're meant to be uh, kind of stupid quips. But yeah. the, the, he always she takes like them seriously. Drum. But uh, <laughs> but he tells Jason Statham that he's gonna punch his teeth so far down his throat they have to stick his a toothbrush up his ass to brush his teeth. <laughs> And, and then Jason Statham just like <laughs> starts laughing, and then and then the rock starts laughing, and it's a good moment. I, I'm glad they acknowledge the, the the dumb lines. Rubber bullets, big mistake. <laughs> yeah. Flexing rubber bullets on his chest. Dude, that breakout scene in the jail was really cool too. Yeah, but they also said like, you better hope this door never opens. Jason Statham mm-hmm. is tough talking the rock. <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson saying, you better hope these doors never open. <laughs> Because that's threatening to a human rhinoceros. Like, it's it just... <laughs> but then they opened. And then they opened, and then... I, I don't know, it just... One movie earlier, the he did get his butt kicked by Jason Statham. Well, we'll talk about that when it comes. <laughs> but, anyway. That one's much higher up the list. Yeah. Much higher up the list. But, Jenny, you have anything to add about Fate? No, we're... All carry right. on. Moving on? Moving on. Fate of the Furious, number six. At number five, we have... Fast and Furious 6. I believe it's just called Furious 6 on the DVD, but... No, it's not. It's is it fast, not? It's Fast and Furious 6. Money's the motivation. Money's the conversation. You on vacation. We getting paid, so we on vacation. I did it for the fam. It's whatever we had to do. It's just who I am. Yeah, it's the life I chose. Gunshots in the dark. Okay. Hey, guys. Fast and Furious 6. Who wants to go first? What, what was this one about again? This is the one where... <laughs> Sorry, they all meshed together. I've this is, them all this is the first Shaw. This um, is Owen Shaw. Oh, oh yeah. Gaston from the new Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Yeah. The Endless Runway. The Endless Runway. The, endless runway. the, one, where, the one where Giselle dies. No! She didn't die. It's funny how she died, but um, Luke Evans didn't die. That she didn't die. Yeah, the Luke exact Ev- same way. <laughs> the exact same way, and, and one died. He just had a really bad road rash. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna Luke s- Evans, by the way. <laughs> really Luke, Luke Evans, by the Ow. way. Dreamboat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's gorgeous. I could get you're lost in here as type too. So, <laughs> is he in the bears? Uh huh. <laughs> so here's the thing, and I'll, I'll I will uh, I'll acknowledge this, even though uh, Power Lady Bottom dies in the movie previousness number five, but no uh, number four. Oh, she dies in four. Anyway, whatever. Uh, this one, she comes back. No, you're right. Fort, you're right. right. I know. No, we need to cut you off when you're wrong, like you always do. <laughs> I know you're right. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. Um, but this is the one where she's actually back. She just has a memory issue, right? But this uh, one brings what a plot hook. Brilliant, <laughs> right? right? You, you sold the whole thing. To <laughs> but the issue with this one, oh, it's not the issue with this one. The issue in general is that in film, if you don't see a dead body, they're not dead. Okay. Happened with Letty in this body. franchise. She, you didn't see her body. You just saw them burying a box, and she's still alive. Mm-hmm. She just doesn't know who she Wait, is. Wait, is this your argument you're going to make for Han now? Han and Giselle. That's why I think they're still alive. Because you didn't see their bodies. You just saw exploding cars, and you just saw her fall into this black... But they also had to be rated PG-13. And 
probably seen somebody falling from a massive airplane at like 90 miles an hour. You're right. You're right. You don't necessarily have to Might see have like kicked a it bloody, up a mangled body. You can see like feet lying on the ground motionless. You can see like hand. You, you don't have to see the whole body. No, I didn't see hand. He was but dead. But then who's... Hand. <laughs> hand. You don't see hand in Giselle's body. Listen, man, dead. I want Han back too. But we use time He's not to, dead. It's time to accept it. He's not dead. We need to accept it. He's gone, Troy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know it hurts. <laughs> It hurts he's, me too. He's with Giselle now, Han. and he's they're happy. They're together, and they're happy. Okay. What do I get if in the next couple Fast and Furious movies, if they even make an appearance? You get the least... I get to say... An appearance, we'll, we'll not shout in you a out flashback. Yes. We'll for shout ten, you out in the podcast. For 10 minutes on, in, in the next episode. No, 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 no. 10 no. minutes. Get, I get to sit here and tell you guys how wrong you are. You get the <laughs> least... And how right I am. You get the least desirable <laughs> prize ever. My respect. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have it before. <laughs> uh, you, get, you get more respecter. I'll more shut up about respecter. that, but that's... Um, I, I'll agree to that, Troy. You can have full ten minutes on this podcast, <laughs> which I'm against. Will come back. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I don't have to be here. I'm just promising for everybody else. I, you can do it. That'll be my, my potty break. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't need to hear it. So um, this also started the the uh, two movie run of female MMA artists mm-hmm. coming in and being the bad guys. Oh, and, bless Ronda Rousey. Um, Ronda well, this was Gina Carano, Gina Carano in this one. Was, I thought she did good in this movie too. She, well, she you know why she did good? She was she she wasn't asked to act. <laughs> she was asked to stand there and be a statue. And yeah. then fight. Yeah. And and their fight was awesome. Their fight was pretty good. Was. However, it's really hard. Again, just like with the last movie, it's really hard for me to believe that uh, that uh, Letty would win in a fight. With... Dude, Letty's scrappy. She's Mich- scrappy. Michelle Rodriguez. She's, she's pretty wiry. But, Michelle but, Rodriguez but, is an actress. Letty to, is scrappy. But for me to believe that Michelle Rodriguez would lo- win in a fight against Gina Carano is But they're not their my, real people. They're acting. Well, I... <laughs> it didn't actually what? happen. No, is that what you're saying? Happened. Well, like, like uh, Han, <gasps> Han and Roman <laughs> fought the dude from the raid. There's no way they would win, and they didn't actually when they fought um, in, in the same movie. In the same movie, when, uh, yeah. But they were just made to look like idiots. They got their and limped away, kicked, and it was very awesome. sadly. Yeah, it was cool. That the dude. I don't remember his name. I apologize. The dude from the raid. I'll look it up. But he's like the captain there, and he uh-huh. he's on um, Hot Shaw's team. He's so cool, dude. I like I loved Shaw. I thought he was a great villain. Yeah, uh, those rad cars that they had when they first meet him that were like super low to the ground. And all the, the car flippers. Oh my gosh, those things were cool. This is actually out of all the stunts in the movie, this is my favorite stunt wise, um, in particular because uh, director Justin Lin had a three cool in mind, four, five, and six. So this was. He had these ideas pitched from on the table from the from the get go. Sure, but he wanted it to end with the airplane, as we've all mentioned a hundred times already, because yeah. the runway is like seventeen miles long. Yeah, but he had that idea in that mind. All? Yeah, this about on the runway. Um, it's like but, oh, they're crossing state lines. I, I wonder <laughs> if someone's done the math on that. Like, but they, they built an actual hour. plane. They actually lit it on fire, and they threw out an actual charger on the nose of the plane on fire oh, this was the movie where they it was the movie of throwing one vehicle through the front of another vehicle mm-hmm. like a tank it twice yes. like a 
tank out of the front of a truck, yep. and, the and then the charger out of a truck. <laughs> charger out the front of an airplane. Yeah, dude, that that highway chase scene was pretty cool. Yeah, this movie's nuts, dude. It's dude, uh, did so practical effects did. Did he really jump across a bridge and catch yes, her midair? He did. And, and for some reason, it looks fake. It they looks actually fake, did they it. They actually did it. And okay, it wasn't cool. the hardest stunt they did because they just had wires. Oh, but he okay. was on the front of a car and they drove it into a barrier and then he flew across an actual because he was on the crane and wires mm-hmm. took him across and he caught somebody. But the craziest stunt was. But how did he know that they were, they were going to land on a car? He, he always, he always lands on a car. <laughs> well, that's what <laughs> There's she, she always a car. You just have to take, she, she take a jump and leap. Yeah. Take a leap of take faith. Take a chance. Make a change. Anyway, the craziest stunt is when Roman was on the front of his car, on the hood of the car, mm-hmm. and the tank is behind it. And when I was watching the making of it, they put a freaking dude out there, and a tank was pushing it. And he was in front of it. And they said, three, two, one, go. And he jumps from one car to the other, and then seconds later they push a button and the tank eats the car. That was all real. It was nuts. So many things could have gone wrong. Uh, luckily, no one's ever died making these movies. So um, somebody slipped and pushed a button before the guy yeah. jumped, it oh, would yeah. have been smushed. Um, Something you can't say about these movies is that they're not visually stunning. That's true. Like it, the it, stunts it, are real. The 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 Aside from two and three, like they just look amazing. I was, um, yeah, and Chris, sorry, but I, I actually really agree with you about the the stunts in this one because, like, eight throwing a million cars out of a out of a garage or whatever that's pretty cool. But this one was it seemed a lot more like tailored to what's mm-hmm. happening. I don't know. It, yeah. it seems. To fit the story yeah. really well. I feel like it was also the last movie. I'm just going to keep on. Everybody keep cutting Troy up. <laughs> oh, we do. Say, don't let him say anything. I'm going to die. Welcome. One of us. Thank you. One of us. <laughs> um, but I, it's the last movie that I feel like is still semi plausible in terms of stunts. And then after this, it's like it's just gotten. Superhero. It's, a, it's, a it's, it's like it's super fun, but it's kind of gotten ridiculous. That was actually one of the points I was going to make. So thank you for the segue. <laughs> Absolutely, I was just setting you up, Troy. Um, one thing I wanted to point so, out. So uh, Chris um, prefaced this whole series <laughs> by saying that eventually it kind of turns into a um, like a superhero thing, right? Where just the stunts get more and more crazy. And so I wanted to ask you guys in this whole we just in this whole series. At what point, stunt-wise, was the point where they essentially jumped the shark and made it like just way too much? When he jumped across the bridge. When he jumped what across the bridge? Two or six? In six. 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 Yeah. Uh, I think it's, it I think it was parachuting cars out of a plane and landing on a road, which they actually did. I think I think in six when when he jumps across the bridge and catches her, okay. that was the moment where it was kind of like. All right, let's go ahead and throw all of suspend all of our disbelief. Okay. I would say six. And yeah, that, that's when they maybe not like leaped over the line, but they definitely went over the line. Did, that's six. where that's where is that's why I'm bringing it up now because that's where mm-hmm. it was with me is in this movie as well. But different part was when The Rock jumps out of a car out of his out of his big SUV thing, whatever. Jumps out off of an overpass onto one of those oh, car flipper things. He jumps off an overpass out of his car onto another moving car and he's totally fine. And oh, it's do you know, the do you know, rock. That was, that was I what, I what part of that is unbelievable to you? He probably had like a bruise. 
<laughs> but then he flexed. That was the most away. realistic part of the entire movie. <laughs> he flexed his bruise away. Like a like a mop Stop or hurting. something. <laughs> yeah. um, I was gonna say. Well, no, I they say haven't jumped a shark yet for me, so no. I can't answer that question. So, dude, I would actually say in Brazil when they were pulling this safe along, but which uh, but that one is. In the fifth one. It, was, one, it was awesome. We'll, we'll get but to that one, amazing. but that one, that one that wasn't was as much for me. It was because okay, we'll we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to but that. six. Six was it for me when when um when he jumped from a moving car on an overpass to another moving car, and I guess I guess the Rock could do it. I mean. He that probably was funny. does I'm not it saying. all the time. <laughs> That's part of his daily life. workout routine. He gets up at 4 30 in the morning. <laughs> he squats his way to his car. Jason, Jason Statham swims and does he martial brings... arts. The rock jumps from car to car and overpasses. The rock takes Kevin Hart with him. Puts him on his back. Yoda style. <laughs> uh, and they Got never stop, on. never stopping. It's the best. No, um, this one was great. I I mean, as far as like action movie just over the top super fun lights out mm-hmm. mind numbing movies it is uh, it was great I actually really liked Six because of that yeah I liked how they had like a gigantic like Swedish guy to fight the rocket so, the so one thing in Six that I started to think of in Five but it was really prominent in Six is like you can never I, I never think like the current bad guy I can never think the current bad guy is very bad because the next one will be like that bad guy's boss that's even worse than this bad guy mm-hmm. does that make sense it mm-hmm. just keeps like going more and more keeps escalating yeah and and obviously you kind of have to do that but it just makes me think in the current movie like oh I wonder how they're going to make this guy this bad guy more worse yeah more more, yeah, more worse <laughs> yeah well, I, I agree the most recent bad guy was Dom, so it wasn't much worse than that. Uh, well, Sorry, it, was, it was Cypher. It was Charlize Theron. But it was Dom. But, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, I love Six, like as Jake said. It, it is mind-numbing, but the stunts were like spectacular in this one. I think that should it be... Good bad guy. I think that should be the tagline for the entire series. Dumb, but spectacular. Mind-numbing, but spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, how... Do you have something to say to that? It's just so fun. Exactly. Like, I don't... 100%. It just bothers me how people... How in cinema today, there always has to be... I feel like you can't be entertained for entertainment's sake anymore. Which, by the way, we haven't acknowledged Jenny's shirt, by the way. Oh, yeah. Do you guys want to look at my shirt? I actually... um, I don't have friends. I've got family. Ever said you say that in... Uh, he said that in in uh, seven. He said it in seven. It was an evolution in the first movie, though. Because when... Brian is talking to Mia about he calls them like a gang, mm-hmm. and Mia's like, "No, there's a te- they're a team," but then the cops are like, "No, they're a family," and then it just kind of mm-hmm. progressed yeah. as from that moment on. By the way, that was like uh, a theme. It is, of, it is the theme that was the, the underlining theme. theme of the franchise. Troy drank first, so you have to say the prayer after this is done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> first bite. First bite. Yes, say grace. <laughs> say grace. Um, yeah, actually, yeah. ever since you told me about your shirt, Danny, I've been looking for it online, trying to find it, and uh, I can't find it. <laughs> but one I, of a kind. <laughs> I wanted to buy it and wear it on this episode. She made it herself. I didn't. This was a white elephant gift that they thought I would hate, and I was so excited. <laughs> Jokes on you! Ultimate backfire. Thank you. You're the one that like hit it. So no one would steal it. No, I put. Oh no, I just put it on like anybody. It was wasn't gonna Yankee take it swap. From me. <laughs> Yankee swap. Um, all right. We all done with six. Everyone have their piece. Uh, yeah. Yep. Say their piece. Han's still alive. Peace.
Jason Statham killed him. I know, dude. At the end, Jason Statham always and double taps. the megalodon. And how cool! <laughs> My son saw Seven with me. He's all, "It's a guy from the Meg. He's a bad guy." He said, he said "Jaws." Yeah. To be fair, but he like, met Meg. It's the guy from Jaws. But yeah. and, then, and then he saw The Rock, and he uh, called him the guy from Jumanji. Jumanji. He he does an association by movies now, like we all do. <laughs> like, yeah, like father, like son. Yeah, passed down. All right, moving on. We have confusingly titled Fast and Furious, uh, known as the fourth movie in the franchise. And this movie's ranked really high. At number four. For the record, I voted it second to worst. So you guys talk about why it's so good. (laughs) I voted it second to worst, too. Why did you think low? Yeah, it is a movie that got you into the the franchise. I know, but then I saw the rest of them and I was like, oh, this is garbage. Yeah. <laughs> so it's I like guess Iron that's, Man one. I guess that's true. What? I'm just joking. Different. That's, a, okay. that's an inside Hang joke on. with us. We'll get on a tangent later. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> I apologize. Uh, no, it's true. It got me into it and I was really excited about it. And then I saw the rest of them and I was like, oh, four is not very good. I don't know. It just lacked. It it just wasn't fun. It feel it felt like they were trying. Everything else was like fun mm-hmm. and like great action, but comedic and like this adventure. And then four, I felt like they were just trying to make it so serious and like dark and edgy, and it just nah. So here's why. Here's some things why I liked it. So I I liked they they brought back uh, Paul Walker. That was the best part of this movie. Uh-huh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And they had Dom back, and they put them against each other, but then they started working together. Of course they would, right? Um, and then I liked the, um, the the Mexican cartel part of it. Um, but what I liked, I, I liked the bait and switch with, like, the, the guy who was, like, the messenger was the... Really? I thought that was Bra- weak. Braga, right? Braga. Yeah. I mean, it's it's common, right? It's, it's I also like how they brought Braga back in 6, too. That was a... Mm-hmm. That was, that was a, a nice. That touch. was a good little cameo. Yeah. But, but the thing I liked the best, I loved, I loved when uh, when Brian uh, O'Connor, right? Yep. Yep. When he kicked the other guy's ass and the other FBI agent's uh, ass in the oh, when he oh, throws the, him against yeah, the wall yeah, yeah, and yeah. breaks, breaks his nose, his nose. <laughs> and he get it in six again. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was fun. that was great State, in six when he's, like, when he's like, sorry about this, man. He's like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> he gets against the wall again? This is one that you and I watched together. And so, we, I remember Jake and I. We were actually commenting on how we really liked the cinematography in it. We like there was a, there was a part where we actually paused and went back and just to there was watch a couple the of shots in it that like and this is getting into my my pretentious film I, nerd stuff. But I watched the cinematography and was like, that is a gorgeous shot. There, mm-hmm. there's some actual like really great. So you're watching the franchise with the wrong glasses on, the, the wrong uh, lenses. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so the thing, the thing I liked the most about this one is that, um, is that uh, Paul Walker's character, Brian, is trying to do everything he can to, to do the right thing, play by the book, and try to get a pardon or whatever it is, a deal for Dom, and it doesn't work out, and then he chooses Dom. Like, he, he basically he chose family, family, right? Mm-hmm. It was kind of that, that for him, it was, it was important because in the first one, he let him go, and that was cool and all. But then in this one, he's like, okay, I'm not just going to let him go. Like, I'm going to do what I can. I'm going to bring his family and I'm going to break him out. Yeah, it was the turning point for Brian. Yeah, exactly. None of the other movies happen without this All of their relationships with Brian, especially. Yeah, and and I actually like that because um, 
I, I, I've mentioned that I really like like the heart of the the franchise is Dom and Brian's relationship, mm-hmm. and I really like when there's conflict in the relationship when they're against each other and then and then reconcile or whatever. And I really like that yeah. about this movie. That that was uh, that's the biggest part of the reason why I liked it was the the movie itself was okay. Like, but the end there when Brian shows family, if you will, over like. Yep, that was great. Yeah, I thought that was important to move the rest of the franchise. I thought it was weird the FBI let him in again. Yeah, and they've never explained how. Yeah, no, it was in this, and it was in the second one, because he was pardoned for oh, giving him the keys in the first one. So then they just let him. That's why the he FBI. was like, "Fix this drug cartel thing with Eva Mendez, and we'll make yeah. it, we'll make your record disappear." Which probably makes the fourth one so impactful because that is one of those things where you fool us twice and uh, shame like, on us. <laughs> and he, he's no more pardoned again and he lives in america somewhere <laughs> yeah. that's true he did actually get yeah. pardoned so th- there's really no infinite well, bigger stakes yeah. bigger pardon cycle that's true it's a cycle um, something i liked about it is that it kind of felt like it came back like two and three were just uh, these these terrible movies and fork <clears throat> brought it back Agreed. and while and everybody else agrees that not not everybody agrees about how good it is, but you have to you have to admit that it is better than two and three, nope. and you have to <laughs> and that it brought the series back from the the pit that it was in, in and and started bringing it back, so that five six seven eight could happen, and like Scott was talking about with Brian, it's his turning point. That story-wise, the other movies couldn't happen without this movie, um, because that's how Brian comes, chooses family over his his job. Um, it also was the return of those guys, and I mentioned that earlier. That's what I didn't like about the other ones. It's what I love about this one. It's my second favorite movie of the whole franchise. It felt more like. The original movie than it did than the the other two yep. it it kind of brought a lot of things around back around and it was that feeling of that that makes me like it so much more yeah, i think you hit on the head at, at this point in the in the series i want I, I i kept wanting it to go back to the feeling of one and yeah. it finally did with this one and, and then did. and then the next ones kind of just ramp it up and up and up and it and mm-hmm. anyway and it ramped it up and we talked about raising the stakes a little more gradually, it kind of is more of a, a, a escalated scale. Mm-hmm. Kind of goes up higher, but um, it kind of brought it kind of brought it back a little bit, and then kind of it, I don't know. It gave it a new launch point mm-hmm. for the whole series, and I, that's what I loved about four. And because of that, I, I think I'm ranking more with my heart than my head. Though if I'm ranking it with my head, none of these movies are any good. So. Um, Bite your tongue. Boo. <laughs> and, and you can leave. No, listen, listen. I can be L- one of listen, the pros. Jack. I can do it. I can we vote? Can we vote? <laughs> listen, I have legal documents right here. <laughs> just, Je- just Jenny in case talk- the occasion arose. Jenny talked about it earlier. She said that you said that you are kind of annoyed that film people aren't allowed to enjoy things anymore. Yes, and I agree. I went to film school, and I kind and I kind of dove. Did you? I've never heard you say that before. I kind of dove headfirst into that uh, that mentality, and mm-hmm. one of the biggest fights Chris and I ever had was over freaking 
Pacific Rim. But it's not surprising it was over a movie. Wait, that's true. <laughs> but okay, like, quick side note. Did you love Pacific Rim? Yeah, I loved it. I loved Pacific yeah, Rim. Yeah, so good. Here's okay. the thing. I like it. I like it, too. We like Fast I, and the Furious, too. I know. We're the same person. <laughs> but... We but definitely that, don't need two Chris's. Sorry. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. We have enough Chris's. Um, but one too many, in fact. <laughs> but what these move? What? What? And I, I, I kind of after I graduated and I started thinking about it, and I remember hating Michael Bay, and I still am not a fan of Michael Bay. But I remember thinking, you know, if he asked me to work on one of his movies, I would be thrilled because all the cool things that happen in movie in filmmaking happen on his movies you get the big explosions and the crazy stunts and that's what these movies are and, and the you, hot chicks and if you think about these movies in those terms I, it's actually something that I really I, I, I was I, I'm able to enjoy a lot more and like you said Jenny it this one has a more serious feel it's not as much of a superhero feel or like light it's not none of them are really lighthearted. But it's a lot. This one is a lot more dour. It's got those undertones, but it wasn't it wasn't thought provoking enough to be serious and good, and it wasn't fun enough to be dumb and good. It was just dumb. <laughs> I think that's my my biggest issue with it too, because I I actually thought it was bold to kill Letty, and at the time everyone thought she was dead. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. this gives Dom like the push to to make him dark, which he is in the whole movie. Sure. Um, but my favorite is Fast Five. Like we all we've all. I don't think I've mentioned that, but Fast Five is my favorite. But that's an ensemble movie. This movie just has like four main characters, and mm-hmm. they kill one of them. So it's like just yeah, only four main characters. So it's a terrible <laughs> movie. Kill, dude. And in the quotes. world of Avengers, I mean, like, come on. <laughs> um, that's true. So uh, it, it I, just felt like like it was it was a revenge story, and and Five is a heist movie, so this is like a revenge movie. So I kind of see where they were going with it. Um, but like the, even the racing in this movie wasn't very good. It was just like kind of a straight line. While they're it's going like, through the tunnels yeah, that, that look like the, you're on, uh, you look like you're on like Mario Kart that you just yeah. unlock some secret and, and level. And that's what like the whole movie's about. Or the whole franchise about. It's like cool like set pieces and stunts. I don't remember a single stunt from this movie. I don't remember like any of the villains. Name. I guess Braga because you brought it up, and and Felix because he killed. I think that's Letty. the problem. It's, it's just it's very Phoenix, meh. I think. Like yeah. it doesn't. It doesn't even make you like super hate it. Yeah. But like it's just so forgettable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just it's, so the, it's the one that's most like one, and I like one the most. Like even comparing it to the previous movie, Tokyo Drift, which we've all we've all clearly said that it's bad, but the ending race in that movie down the mountain was really really good. And it was, they were really well choreographed. And then you go to the next one, and they just drive in a straight line. It was so. So, so you like the movies mostly for the for the action set pieces. Yeah, definitely. But I also love the characters now. I, I've grown to really like these characters. See, and, and I think four built was instrumental in building the characters. No, I I agree. I just feel okay. like it it was a stepping stone to something better. Uh, no, I, I agree to that. I, I mean, I, I like to see that. We've talked about it. We've talked about it for like ten minutes now. Troy started <laughs> off the um, that that transition in Brian. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yep. Okay. And and it's the feel. It, it was the feeling that I got from it that makes me want makes me like it more than any of the others. Really, is the feeling like oh Brian's back. Oh Tom's back. They like each other again. They're gonna have. They're gonna race cars and be cool again. Even though that tunnel scene. Was the the CG in that tunnel yeah. scene was really bad. Yeah. And then he 
drove out of the tunnel and crashed into the car and smashed the dude. That was kind of cool. When he popped the wheelie, yeah. like he always says, the Dom pop. Dude, I love the <laughs> pop in the wheelie. It's fantastic. Um, another interesting, uh, I'm sure we're all ready to move on, but a fun fact is Brian uh, is an FBI agent. And Letty, he got Letty to go undercover for him. Yeah. And Luke somehow, uh, Owen Shaw knew about it. And so they managed to tie the movies together really well. But uh, uh, Brian O'Connor and Letty, Letty have never spoken to each other on screen ever until the sixth movie. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That cannot be true. Yeah, I'm serious. They didn't speak in the first they one? They never talked to each other. I have to go watch it. They're on, they're on scene together, but they never talked to each other. Well, because if you think about it, the only movies that they actually share together are one, five, and six. Uh-huh. Or, no, and seven. And but, seven. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Weird, huh? Well, because they, they spoke to each other in six, but it was the first time they ever even, like, acknowledged each other. Really? Yeah. Crazy. I'm going to have to rewatch it now. <laughs> Weird, huh? I need it. It's almost like they realized it and they're like, oh, we're six movies in and these are our two main characters. <laughs> and Brian got Letty killed. Mm-hmm. Whoops. We I should probably have him talk to her. Her memory actually... lost hurt. Yeah. <laughs> her memory lost hurt. <laughs> Sorry, what were you saying, Jenny? Oh, I just would have kind of loved it if they had realized that and they're like, we're going to have them never speak to each other. Yeah, it becomes this like underlying thing. That'd they have like funny. some weird mediator. I mean, like, tell Letty they're both- that she can <laughs> they're both, they're park both- her own car. I don't Yo, know. Letty, uh, Brian the says that, uh- <laughs> they're both jealous of their the other one's relationship with Dom. That's probably so- true. <laughs> they can't talk to each Dude, other. Dude, another crazy thing, too, I heard was that uh, Michelle Rodriguez almost left uh, the set of the first movie because the script was written that she has an affair with Brian. There was no sister. So oh, they, so they, had, yeah, so well, they had to write in a sister really quick so that but Brian But who would I have had a crush on That kind on of explains me as character a lot. Uh-huh. Yeah, her that, character is kind of a write-in. Who, I, I also love Mia and her sundresses. Yeah. yeah. Who, I, would, I, <laughs> and who Mia, would I have had a crush on in high school if, if Jordana Brewster wasn't part of this franchise? Yeah. Mia. Dude, I love Michelle Mia Rodriguez. Was, this was, uh, what, 10 years after the first movie? So, like, mm-hmm. everybody's aged 10 years. Mia aged really well. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's funny. Sure. Every time she's on there, I'm like, oh, what dress does she have on this side? <laughs> I have on my red note, number. <laughs> Mia has aged well. <laughs> little red number. Also, uh, oh, God, you... how old were you guys when the first one came out? We were in junior high. That makes sense. <laughs> when did the first one come out? 2001. 2001. Yeah. yeah. Also, every movie too. If, I'm sure we all noticed. Uh, up until seven, I'll had a lesbian makeout scene. Yeah, you're looking at my notes. No, I wasn't. It was in my notes. <laughs> literally, literally. I think Scotty and I were watching the fifth one, and we're like, "There it is. It, That's five for five now. <laughs> every one of them. Like it's. It's what but, we call Easter eggs. <laughs> That's the same couple. <laughs> That's the same one from the first one. That's the one from number one. It's the same one. She's gotten old. <laughs> That's funny. Anywho, shall we move on? Yeah, let's move yeah, on. Let's Next up. So at number three, we have Furious 7. It's been a long day without you, my friend. And I'll tell you all about it when I see you again We've come a long way from where we began Oh, I'll tell you all about it when I see you again When I see you again And Jenny, you mentioned earlier this should be high 
Just three is pretty high. Just because. Just because. I mean, it's Paul Walker's last movie, and it's just beautiful. And I sobbed for at least three hours afterwards. <laughs> and I can't believe that emotion was wasted for a movie that's not the best. I'm gonna agree with you on that one. Like, like the movie itself, just like four, wasn't the best. But I mean, I'm sorry if if a Fast and the Furious movie can make you kind of tear up about the death of an actor who before you never really cared about. I mean, that was a really, really good send off. I agree. Yeah, that was a really, really good send off. To, to, to well, just on. because like. Vin Diesel's like he got his brother to do it and everything. Like Vin Diesel's so like uh, or um, Dom Toretto was like, no, I'm just gonna let him be. He's happy now. And then when Paul pulls up next to him, I was like, oh gosh, I kind of got chills. And apparently that white car is Paul Walker's actual Supra. Like they got a family to to lend it to the filmmakers. Oh, cool. And so they had the Charger and the Supra like they were in the very first movie. But like when when they're racing and looking at each other, and then Paul like ascends on a different road and they yeah. take a different path. Well, and that's I that's, was like, oh dude that's rough man yeah. that's- well and that's the thing it was done so well and so classy because like there are a lot of other films where like somebody dies like either through filming and either they address it or they don't and you know I guess we'll see what happens with Carrie Fisher in Star Wars or they just CGI but, or they just CGI but like they so do dumb. something and it's usually a, like a nice send off but this one was so good because it was like they didn't kill off the character but you knew when he when his car took that turn you're like he's not coming back and it's okay and I'm crying like a baby. <laughs> but like, and he has a reason to not be in the group. Two kids. I'm so happy they didn't kill his character. That oh, was me too. so classy. Oh. I th- it would have I been so easy for them to do it. I think they almost kind of teased it too when he called. Um, oh yeah. He called Mia. He's like, "Hey, I'm just saying goodbye," and she's like, "Don't say goodbye." A lot like, of that was like Jack for me. A lot of that was kind of almost fourth wall breaking. No, it was almost kind of manipulative. It was <laughs> it like because like at the end of the movie when they're on the beach and the, and and. The, uh, I think Rome was like, you're not going to say goodbye. And Don was like, it's never goodbye. Yeah. And then Letty's like sitting there almost crying. It, it, it's because of actual, it, it is. I've had constant chills for like 30 seconds. Right <laughs> yeah. Now. And it, like, you know, they, they weren't talking about the character. They're talking about Paul Walker. Yeah. yeah. It was very well actor. done. And you just hear about how Paul Walker, like despite his acting chops, he was always solid in these movies and he was just such a good dude like the day he mm-hmm. died he was leaving a charity event that he organized it's just really sad <laughs> yeah I've really sad man but good about him like he's just it's, he was just a stand-up dude and it was like yeah. that couldn't have happened to a better person you know what i mean like yeah it's sad and that's uh i guess that's why we like this movie we ranked it so high there's other reasons but i mean like I actually this liked was the tip it because the reason, of like, the action. Yeah. Like this was the movie that when I was watching it, I thought to myself, because anyway, this is the movie that I was watching, and I, I thought to myself, this is go back to the '80s, watch Arnold Schwarzenegger, Commando, Last Action Hero, watch those movies, and that's what this gives you. This gives you the exact same feelings of those movies of like. This is a crazy, insane action movie where they throw cars out the back of a friggin' C-130 airplane, (laughs) and then they parachute the cars down, and then... Without aiming them, they magically land right. And they, and they all no, jump no. Out, single like, file. No, they jump out like forty-five <laughs> seconds apart. There was a throwaway line. It was GPS they, navigator. They do brush the trees. It wasn't they, perfect. They brush, <laughs> and, and then Rome is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. but it, still it, landed like just six feet landed. off the road. <laughs> it just, but but like I was watching it and I was like going, okay. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, but then thinking, 
that's when I that like Arnold Schwarzenegger, last action hero, when he or Commando when he's walking around at the end through a yard full of guys shooting at him with guns and he's holding a mini gun shooting at him. I was like, is that any more believable? Am I really judging these movies on their believability? Because that is a fool's errand, and I'm <laughs> definitely not going to do that anymore. And then I was able to, like, cheer. When oh, but Bri- the hacking, man. The hacking. <laughs> then I was able to cheer, actually cheer at the movie when freaking Brian got up on the bus and went Nathan Drake. Yes! And Nathan Drake and ran up the bus and jumped and then grabbed onto Dude, that, the spoiler that the- of the drifting car yeah. and, like, what is going Jurassic on Park's right on now? That Did you know that? That was practical too, by the way. <laughs> no, it was. It was. He didn't actually run up a bus. Yes. That was... Yes. Any any grab to the spoiler? No, no, the... he didn't grab a spoiler. But they hung a bus over an actual cliff, and the dude was obviously on a wire. But he started out in the bus, and he hopped down, and mountain climbed up, and ran and jumped, and then they dropped the bus. So, so and, and had to do it in one and, and do you, know, you can tell I, I really like that it wasn't a lot like of research. when they when they hit the I bottom like when the cars would hit the bottom of a cliff they wouldn't like do the explosion like on the Simpsons or whatever. Um, <laughs> Jake even said that. Like, that they, explode. They, yeah, they, they didn't. It's ex- kind of upset that they didn't. They, do they that. didn't explode. Yeah, I kind of liked it because it just it just watched them mangle at the bottom of the cliff and it's like there was, oh, it's more realistic. There was two buses because uh, they had a side shot of a guy running. And they dropped a second bus to get that scene. So that was another real bus that they <laughs> tossed off a cliff and filmed it. They it was cool. A lot of vehicles. In it the was movies. cool. I liked. I liked that. I liked when they went and. Did, are you going to tell me that they threw a car from building to building to building in Dubai as well? <laughs> no, I'm not. Okay. Gonna tell you of course that. they did. Jeez. <laughs> Although that was awesome, it was awesome. <laughs> when he jumps, when he jumps out, when they jump out of it, and he and like Dom like slides right up to the edge of the broken window and lo- like watches the cars. What was the one liner he said after that? I can't remember. I don't know. Do you remember He's though good. when uh, his he was playing with his son when Paul Walker was playing with his son? He's like, "Hey, cars don't fly." When yeah. he drops him, he goes, "Dom, <gasps> cars don't fly. Cars don't fly. Cars don't fly." <laughs> But I, I, when he said that, like, "Oh, I know that's gonna be a payoff." I that's know a it. Great <laughs> setup to a great payoff. But yeah, I mean, they obviously didn't fly it from building to building, but there was a 60-foot drop that they actually spun a car out of, and the stuntman slid up to the window and looked down at it. Like, there's a, the, their commitment to practical effects in these movies is kind of why I love them so much. Yeah, I could, I could see that. You know what was a great practical effect? Was when Dwayne The Rock Johnson broke out of a real cast. Flex, Daddy's got to go to work. Time to go to work. They're talking about literally flexing your bruises away. <laughs> That's what he did, dude. I, I know Wasn't so your many. Arm broken? So he many people it. had he problems with that. His... Like out of out of all like the silly things in this movie, that's what people have the biggest problem with. Was him flexing out of his. I cast. actually don't really have that much of a problem. It's it just the rock. Well, he it, can do anything. Apparently, dude, but, and I think and they, they accentuate it in eight when they say. The third rule is there are no rules, and, and I think that's pro- that's applying to the series. What, yeah. What's Hobbs? Whatever. Yeah, he, he, the, the there, there's no rules for him. He just yeah. does it. He just does. Um, okay, now we can talk about if Jason Statham or The Rock would win in an Dude, actual. Fight. Honestly, I th- I love Jason Statham. That I know was, he's not a great that actor, was, that but was, I love him. That was the thing that bugged me the most in the entire series. 
Really? The I think Jason Statham would was... have a better chance at beating The Rock than Vin Diesel would have at beating. Dude, the have Rock you seen? Have you seen the, the clip of Conor McGregor fighting the um, the mountain or whatever from Game of Thrones? Yeah, like he, the, like okay. it doesn't matter how okay. big you are. If you're a fighter, you, you're a fighter. It doesn't matter what's under your hood. It matters what's behind the wheel. <laughs> Jason I, Statham would last about three and a half I, seconds I against think, The Rock. But The Rock isn't even like uh, he's a he's a bodybuilder. He's an actor. He's a professional yeah, wrestler. He'd have to catch him. The thing that Jason Statham had in this one. Was this is a rogue versus a barbarian. It, it was did. the element of surprise, <laughs> and he had explosives, and he had he rolled really high stealth, and there was a lot of glass in the building. It it, it drove me nuts that Jason Statham was like overpowering The Rock at moments. It was just. It, it, the, the, that funny. I didn't have a problem Did it with bother you when David I, slayed Goliath in the Bible? <laughs> As a big guy, it probably did. Um, Jason Statham does not emote well, but he has a really cool voice. And when he insults you, like he's like, you know, you're a nice guy. I can't do his accent. I don't sound nearly as sexy as him. He's like, you I know, you're a nice guy. It. It's a shame I'm going to have to bounce your head off a fender later. Yeah. Like the way he delivers. I, I love how like d- dynamic all of his movements, movements. Yeah. Are. He looks the the, the really way he cool. moves like on screen is, is awesome. Yeah. I, I think he's it. kind of a, like, it's, it's weird that he started out in his like indie Guy Ritchie movies. And then yeah. now he's, cause I was like, when did he become an action star? He's like, oh, he knows martial arts. Mm-hmm. This is second nature to him i don't know and this is kind of going back to number eight but i don't know anybody else who could like swing a baby around and do some martial <laughs> arts and kill people but also be charming to the baby like, and then banter in the camera yeah, like, oh, hey. <laughs> I, I like jason, i've always liked jason statham i like the beginning when they introduce him because he doesn't do anything but you know how big of a badass he is mm-hmm. because he walks out of the, the yeah. hospital that he already blew up he killed everybody <laughs> no but like it didn't show him do it it showed the after the, the aftermath and, and it was all one camera shot like i, I saw cool. how they did it like he, he started in a room and he walked into the elevator and like 17 guys turned the elevator and then he walked out and then they were like the, awesome. the, the only instruction he had was don't blink so they blowing up stuff behind him and dropping like debris and he's just, just not blinking that would be, I was like that would be really hard to not have strained bug eyes like, the, the director is like you look blink. so badass this was also the one that I was really confused at when in 8 when she had the baby and she's like when we found out Letty was alive I had a baby and I was like oh these so, movies all happen three months apart. Throughout, throughout I was actually thinking the, about that when I was rewatching. Throughout the, the seventh movie, when she was like fighting and getting thrown out of a window, she had a baby at home. Like it was just a daycare or something. Like Dude, it was just it was the Rock caught her, and she she if pregnant. you were in the arms of the Rock, your baby will be fine. <laughs> he flexed I believe her. that. Okay. He flexed, he flexed I would put my baby away. in the arms of the rock. <laughs> She's about to die, and he goes, no, you're not. <laughs> the rock seems like he'd be a good hugger. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Him and, like, Michael Clark Duncan, great huggers. Great R.I.P. Um, but, uh, the no, it was it was great, though. I loved Seven. Yeah, Seven was great. It's one of my favorites. It was Where did you have it ranked on yours? Just above eight. Oh, okay. What, here's the thing. When you... When you when you get above those bottom two, it's a very very small line of demarcation between all all the rest of them. The the six of them are really really close as far as how much I like them and how much I didn't like them. They were all very okay. very close. So yeah, I think that this might be the first time too that they had a like an actual threat to them. 
Uh, like the rock's barely in this movie. And the way, the reason why is because this dude kicked his ass and put him in the hospital. Yeah. I didn't like that. And I didn't like that. He killed Han. I can't forgive him for it because mm-hmm. he's cons- so dead, super dead. Right. Very dead. Um, it exploded. But hey, I show like, me the body. Show me the body. But he he was able because they, they've always been like they, the whole family's had a mission. This is the first time they were hunted, and uh, they were hunted by one guy. And he basically haunts them throughout the whole movie, like a like a wraith or something. Like he shows up all the time. He's always one step ahead of them. He manages to get like a drug mafioso mercenary from Africa, um, Diamond Hansu, to come and fight the, his war for them. So he was like a super calculating, smart villain for them. That that was a, a cool aspect of a, a cool departure from like the formula where they were being hunted. They they had different objectives. Yeah. Um. So, but he he was always one step ahead of them, and it was always um, hunting them while they were doing their thing. But cool. also Kurt Russell. We're oh, yeah. also missing yeah. the fact that Vin Diesel destroyed a parking complex. By stamping foot. his foot on <laughs> because, the ground. Because that's the thing about street fights. The street always <laughs> the wins. Street always Did wins. you not know that? I thought you knew that. <laughs> the whole thing comes down. My son thought that was the best thing. <laughs> I, I remember. I remember. He was like, he came back and, and Kylie was in here and he was like, Mom, you wouldn't believe it. He said, the thing about street fights is the street always wins. And then he stomped his foot and the whole building came down. He was so so excited. I love that. <laughs> That's when you know you're a good parent. Thanks. <laughs> I show my kids uh, booty shaking movies all the time. <laughs> and then he freaking threw a car at a helicopter and barely missed it, but he hung those those grenades off of it, which was cool. And, was. The, and then Letty brought him back to life by sweet talking him back. Letty. By saying she her memories back. Yeah. Oh, and I case, remember I'm alive. all of it. Like, <laughs> for, forget this medical uh, medical attention. I need to sweet talk you alive. <laughs> Brian, <laughs> Brian, stop trying to save his life. Stop, Brian. I have an idea. <laughs> I remember you. Dude, oh, oh, oh gosh. But like speaking of Brian, I think this might be, and even though he's only in it half half the time technically. Yeah. I think this is his best. I agree. Yet I thought so too. Like uh, him and Tony Jaw, Tony Jaw, dude, the Tony Jaw martial artists when they fight in the bus. Because that was my favorite stunt when they fight in the bus and the bus turns sideways. Yeah, and he like too slow, too and slow, he, and then he locks him locks in. Locks him in. Um, but, but like they they meet again at the end and they're fighting and they hit a door off the hinges and slide like. Oh. Five or six floors down. Oh. Dude, I kept waiting for him to push, push his head up and decapitate him, but it never happened. I'm tall. I'm taller. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, dude. I think that his, because it was his, it was his going away. And then he party. said, "Too slow," and kicks Tony Too slow. down. A, yeah. down a, no, he ties him to the yeah. whatever it was, and then kicks him down a big spool elevator thing. shaft. Yeah, dude, I love. I don't know. Tony Jaw was a great asset in this movie. Like. You see him twice in the movie, mm-hmm. and both times he's like, he goes full Tony Jaw in it. It was awesome. By the way, the raid guy's name was Joe Towson. I looked him Joe up. Joe Towson. Yeah. Just to bring it all back. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Reese. Good callback. Yeah, thank you. Um, but yeah, I think that it was a good send off for Paul Walker. They did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they showed just how, Agreed. like, because they, uh, what's her name? Ramsey was like, oh, you're, you're ex military, you're, you're ex cop, you're tactical highly trained deadly he's like yeah actually he is like he's 
the best with the guns. He's the one that goes with Joe, Joe, with Dom, to to when they're when they're gonna go mm-hmm. pick up. Um, because he's the one that can when they're yeah. gonna go grab uh, what's his name. Because Dom's like my crew's racers are not killers, and then Paul's like, well, I'm military trained. I'm going with you. Yeah, it, it's funny because usually got, when I think of Paul Walker or Brian, whatever his name is in the movie, O'Connor. O'Connor. I think of like a beach bum surfer mm-hmm. dude, but but he is actually a trained uh, dude. Trained dude. Yeah, it was good. And, I mean, it's already been established that Dom is the best driver in the franchise, but he was also, like, if not, like, as good as him. We're going to talk about Don't, it Dom let him here. Uh-huh. How they're the two, uh, when it comes to building a team, they're the two ace drivers that don't get phased. Which so. also progressed throughout the series because he didn't know how to drive a car in the first movie. You had to learn. It's true. It's true. That, that's one of the first scenes is him <laughs> spinning out. Because yeah, like nuts drive. are flying off and holes mm-hmm. are in everything. I think was the that floor of his wars? car. No, that was, no, that was, that was like one of the, That was in the first the race. That was the, that was the of, first time he raced him. Oh, with Ja Rule. That was the, I almost had you. Menage. Menage. Should we move that, on to that, that movie? When we found out he was a buster. Yeah. Buster. Did we all say everything? We all have our peace with Seven? I'm good. All right, so the next is, at number two, The Fast and the Furious. This was first on my list. Me too. What was it on your guys' personal list? Just curious. Just fourth for me. Fourth from the best. Fourth best. Fourth best? Same. Mine was... was, uh, Third to last. I had it really low on my list, and then as I when I finished the eighth one, um, I was rethinking my, my whole list, and I just had to. There were there were a lot of reasons why I decided to actually move one up higher. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's the best, but I well, really I, like introductions. Yeah, I like origin stories. I really like introductions. I like introducing a character. I like getting to know that character. I really, and so that's what this movie. I mean, it, uh, and I, I totally agree with Jake. That's that's kind of my thoughts. And out of all the characters, I like Dom and Brian the best. I mean, they're the main characters, obviously, but and and they have the biggest arc in the first one, I think. Yeah. Okay. What do you think, Jenny? No, oh, I completely agree. I was like, and it's hard. It's hard to argue against the ending of that movie when he hands him the keys. Yeah. Like I promised you a ten-second car. Mm-hmm. And he shoots a gun into the air. Oh, that's point break. Sorry. <laughs> that's not, what this movie is by the way this movie is point break with but instead of Cars. surfers it's racers yeah it it's the it's the weird bro dude bro that goes undercover to find a, a team of thieves and then he's being handled by a, a, a group of officers the only thing it doesn't have is crazy gary Busey. <laughs> which this movie would have done so much better if Gary Busey was in it. Every movie's better with those teeth. Um, and then uh, it ends with him letting the guy go. And and the movie would have been better if Dom turns around and as he gets in the car goes, via con Dios, <laughs> and then drove off. Because that I literally just described... Point break. Point break. So, um, well, it worked and, in, this, in this movie. And he's it's it's the two. He's the, the I mean, Point Break is is uh, Keanu Reeves. So I mean, which can you think of a better surfer bum like Brian? And I mean, I just thought it was so it's such a great. 
So uh, Jake and Scott told me something while we were we were watching them. We weren't even halfway through watching them yet. I, I guess I'll try to say this delicately. But you guys told me before we even got to like the third or fourth movie, you were like, the first one's my favorite. I don't even care what I watch after this. It doesn't even matter. And that kind of rubbed me the wrong way because it was kind of like a dismissive attitude. And I think you're misquoting, but I'll let you well, I think I, I think that's what Jake said to me. Not, I'm, I might be misquoting, but um, I put this movie rather low on my list. I don't, I don't, I didn't, I've come around on it. I don't hate it as much as I used to, but these characters have definitely evolved and they've all changed. And the essence of family has become like their theme throughout the whole movie. And it's become so much stronger as it's gone along the way. So that's why it kind of bugged me because I was like, that's really stubborn and dismissive to like not even acknowledge how much they've evolved. But with you guys explaining, I like origin stories. That makes a little more sense to me now. Because mm-hmm. this is the movie that, that started it all. I don't think that the movie... I, I never think the one that started it all is the best for that reason alone. But it's true. This is the origin of the family. My, my thing about this film is there's not really that much bad about this movie if you really get into the, the nuts and bolts of it. Um, the only thing that it is it just... And it's, it's not a bad thing for the movie. It just doesn't age well. Um, I felt like when it first started, it was just colored. It was just way too orange. It just it, it throws you off. A and bit. The, the soundtrack is terrible. It, yeah, the musical it, is, it is now. Back Awful. then, it wasn't so bad, but yeah. it is now. It doesn't age well. And then, like, you, you know, the, the cars they're driving, like, they're a bunch of Honda Civics, and you're like, Okay, and then like the one that's guy has that's true. Yeah. That's street racing I get it, and they all have like a I get it. I get fourteen it. gears that they can shift into right. <laughs> and then like the one guy, don't, you don't understand racing, Chris. They're downshifting. <laughs> the it's one like guy, <laughs> the one guy drives yeah. a Jetta, like, and it's in. I don't know. I just and, and the guy with that. ADD. Gosh, yeah, and he's like, I don't know. <laughs> it just doesn't. I understand ADD. at the time it was okay. It doesn't age well because now you're looking at Civics and Jettas, and you're like. That's true. Or the part where Dom asks Jesse to look up Brian Spillner and he's like, Internet. And he's like, I just was able to search somebody <laughs> and find true. out information about him. I, like, this is also, so cool. I think, in my no, I think in my notes, they, I were, they were DVD players. We've got to start calling them what they are. Yeah, they're who was, DVD, a, they're who DVD was a bad players. guy in that? That Japanese guy? They were the Japanese guys with the motorcycles. Yeah, the, motorcycles. the triads. I liked, uh, I did like, I think in my notes, there's a big. Uh, in, Bold letters saying floppy disks <laughs> when, he, when he was looking up his his new car and what it would look like and he's like yeah right here i've got this program that'll show you what it looks like and puts it in and it's like oh it just reskins that other car and makes it but he has to put in the floppy disk and that was big, cool technology. That was rad technology. Back he then. was also their hacker and he died so they had introduced tech. That's true. Yes. That's true. Did, did that ha- hacking bother you too? Did he hack? Yes. He, hack? Okay. he was just a tech guy. Actually, no, I didn't really He did like a Facebook he was search. Just, he was using his hacking <laughs> skills equivalent. to make cars. But. Um, the fight scene at the very beginning when uh, when Vin, Vinny is uh, fighting Brian outside the sandwich shop, outside the, the grocery store. Oh, with uh, Because Vin. for some reason they had a grocery store and they never mentioned it again in the rest of the movie until I've the seventh movie. I often wondered about that. <laughs> like, here's our grocery store and that's how Brian gets to meet uh, Mia. She makes him a tuna fish She sandwich. makes him a, a terrible, terrible tuna, tuna fish, fish sandwich. sandwich. And then in the seventh movie, they're like, 
Oh yeah, we had a we had that shop. <laughs> Dude, it's it's Nobody funny too because that that shop on. is right across the street from that house in LA. Yeah. So I think they was just there and like, yeah, we can use that. We can use that. You work there. And then <laughs> uh, and then you own it. <laughs> the, the Toretto sandwich shop, and then, uh, but but it was when Vinny fights him, and then that's when you first get introduced to Dom. Who who's Vinny? I keep liking that you call him Vinny. Isn't he Vinny? It's Vince. 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 I, I thought you meant Vin Diesel. You I was like more of his name than I did. So Vince. When Vince fights him, and and who's Vinny? You know exactly who I was talking. Well, about. I thought you meant Vin Diesel fight. I no. did too. I thought that's you were like time. on intimate terms that's with Vin first Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> that's like your pet name for him. <laughs> I love Vinny. I have a Vinny shirt. Listen, Vinny and I go way back. Um, but and then Vin Diesel comes out. That's the first time you meet Dom. It's the first time you get introduced to him, and and you see like the the respect he commands. When he comes out and he's like, everybody stop! And then everybody is like, oh, frozen. Mm-hmm. And and then and then his uh, his heart wrenching backstory when he his father was screaming. His father. And uh, it turns out he says father. <laughs> and father. Italian. He's, he's like my father. <laughs> Actually, they Italian. Died. They said, they said he, he said he could hear. I was like, screaming. they are Italian. <laughs> but uh, Italian, but, it, but it was like Dominican Republic somehow or Dominican. Who knows what he is? Well, he could be black. It takes two people to create I think a child. He's a, I think so. he's Italian. It is, the one thing in the movie, you have no idea what he is. I mean, we're talking about Vinny Toretto here, right? Oh, Vinny, Vinny, <laughs> Come to Vinny, think of it, Vinny the Mount Toretto, huh? What's Jessica Alba these days? Like, what is she? <laughs> like, she changes? Uh-huh. <laughs> she's Scott, go on with your, with your thing. Well, I was going to tell a joke, but it's been uh, five minutes. <laughs> no, I like... Uh, no, no, when he said... There was the really cheesy part when he said... I could hear my father's screams, but it turns out it was me screaming the whole time or something. They said, <laughs> That's your joke? The screams were <laughs> so funny. That it was cheesy. That was the joke, that how cheesy it was. <laughs> it was pretty cheesy. It would have landed if you guys would have let me keep going, but it wouldn't have. But we treated Scott like Troy, like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Never again. I mean, I didn't cut you off. Han's alive. Han's <laughs> alive. Um, no, in Race Wars, the Race Wars scenes were really cool. When he freaks out because he thinks that, uh, that when the Asian guy says, they came into my house and they embarrassed me in front of my family. Someone ratted me out. You know what? It was you. And then Dom goes, freaking blows a fuse in his and brain. Someone called him a rat. And just like, I never, I can't even remember what the word he wa- he used Narc. was. I never knocked, I never knocked on nobody. On nobody. And he's like beating the crap out of the dude. Just like beating him half to death and they have to drag him out of that. But like, then he pulled up because he has that history of beating Yeah, he pulled up and he's like, oh, I can't. Which they bring up in At least I don't have a, a, a wrench. Because if, if he had a wrench, he'd have killed him. Right. He probably had a good attitude about it. When Letty punched that guy in the seventh one and, like, broke his face, he was just like, damn, Letty. He's like, don't you remember me? Hector. Hector. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The dude's name was Hector in everything. (laughs) The guy who has a monkey in his butt. He looks like a Hector. (laughs) In Bruce Almighty. Bruce Almighty. Uh, Anal dwelling butt monkey. That's funny. Sorry, I changed gears really hard there. Is that a pun? Fast and the Furious uh, yeah, uh, sure. Yeah. Puns. Good job. Um, Thanks, man. Do you have more to say about Fast and the Furious? Well, we're still talking about five, right? No, we're, one. We're talking one. about one. No, I'm. Oh, I meant. No. Yeah, we, st- we still have yeah, yeah. Okay. No, just the first like, one. Don't you cut this. No, no, no. I've got so many. We will go all night. <laughs> no, the. Uh, yeah. 
It's great. I, I think it's um, the progression of the franchise almost <sighs> seems natural because the very first time you see them, they're, they're wearing masks, but they're robbing a truck. Right. Uh, and they're jumping from their car onto another car and mm-hmm. tying things up to them and robbing them. Uh, I did. So I did want to bring up that the cultural impact this movie had. Oh, yeah. Because I, I, let's see, it came out in 01, which I believe I was ninth grade, eighth grade, ninth grade, something like that. And I remember seeing this movie in the theater and coming home and being like, that might be the coolest movie I have ever seen and being so excited about it. And then every car after that, someone had punched a hole in their muffler and wanted to wanted to sound like they were racing and they wanted to have their their 10 second cars and even today there's uh when i used to live up in salt lake scotty and i uh, every once in a while would would go to the 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 gym there <laughs> in sandy and when you went late at night every time you came out how many times were there all those cars it was like it was like when all the cars are parked around and they all have their neon coming out the bottom. It was exactly like and that. And they all had their hoods open and everybody's walking around talking to each Civics other. and Jettas. And, and it's all – and it's in Salt Lake City, Utah, in a suburb of Salt Lake City, Utah. All the rich white kids. All the rich Sandy. white kids on the east side of the valley out there with all their all – their, uh, Cars and they and, and, I, they, and they were souped up. They had like the neon. You could hear you could hear you'd hear them revving, and they'd be going really slow down the parking lot. As they're like, as they're revving their engines way high and run, riding around and like that. And this is how many years later? Serious? Yeah, eighteen years later, you've got people still mm-hmm. uh, doing this stuff that they saw in fat in the Fast and the Furious and. It was something that in it was like a California, L.A. street racing type thing. People wanted to take little imports, import cars with V4 engines, and then they put ten thousand dollars into them under their hoods to make them fast and everything. And it was just it's super interesting to see the cultural impact still because those movies have gone so far away from street racing. Mm-hmm. They have literally nothing to do with street racing anymore. But even today, those movies are that original movie is affecting culture and kids today, which I think is super interesting. And it's um, I wanted to talk about it. Yeah. And I think it's interesting because because it's in a lot of Chris brought this up in a lot of film, quote unquote, film people's mind. This is like a complete write off movie, but it has such a cultural impact. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Amen. And Paul Walker was a heartthrob. Yeah. At the time, yeah. <laughs> now. I like his ducktail hair he had back then. Oh, so cute. So cute. Little wavy locks. <laughs> um, you guys know. You know. <laughs> oh, we know. We all had that hair in high school. <laughs> we tried. Or we tried. <laughs> yeah, exactly. did, we tried. did we? I had, <laughs> I had like frosted tips and everything. It was. Oh, so bless you. Yeah. We did. Um, so my cool. forehead got in the way. So moving on. <laughs> So number two, we have Fast and the Furious. Speaking of movies that kind of changed, well, <laughs> had a right and, an impact and culturally. Here's a, here's a little anecdote I had about this because I I brought this up a few times. Um, Justin Lin uh, single-handedly saved the franchise. He's, I, I believe he's from Korea. I might be wrong. I apologize. Um, but he had a vision, and in his vision, he had to pitch an idea to Vin Diesel and Paul Walker himself. It wasn't even. 
producers, the guy who wrote the story in the first place, Universal, who went along with it. But he heard tell that Vin Diesel's a huge Dungeons and Dragons fan, and he likes backstory. And he came to him with a pitch saying, "This is D and D. This is your character, and these are your backstories." And he pitched him four, five, and six. And five is what sold him on coming back because he didn't want to. He thought the franchise was dead. So he told him, "We're going to have this arc where Letty dies." But not really. She has amnesia and she's going to come back. But for five, she's not going to be there. We're going to move you guys to Brazil. And this is what's going to happen here. And then it's going to be a heist movie. And you're going to have your team of adventurers with you. So we had to sit down with them and, and map it together using D&D terminology. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so he wrote four, five, and six. And he had laid it all out on the table for him. And because he came at him that way, he's like, oh, I'm in. I'm in. So he, so Justin Lin is almost the Fast and the Furious man. He is the dude that saved the franchise and made it what it is today, and he pitched it that way. Which brings us to our number one, which is what made everyone come back, Fast Five. And I'm almost out of breath, so <laughs> someone take it away. Do you think... Justin Lin was enough to revive it, or do you think it was The Rock? Oh, yes. And it, his presence that actually made the big shift. Yes, it was definitely The Rock. I think the I Viagra, think, as you said. I think Franchise Justin Viagra. Lin brought it back in four, and The Rock in five, like I said, put steroids in it. You, would and, you say he put NOS in it? Pumped it full of NOS. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you, and you had to have somebody just as imposing as Vin Diesel. So you had to get taller, more muscular Vin Diesel. I was about to say, just as imposing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, dude, Fast Five is stellar. Um, it's interesting because in this, in this film, this starts the whole like, well, I guess it's, it's always kind of been there, but like you have enemies and then they become friends, right? In, in the first one, obviously they were... Yeah, there's a theme. Friend. Yeah, there's a theme. But in this one, it's like Hobbs. They're fighting against Hobbs. You're introduced to Hobbs. They're fighting against him and then... He lets him go, kind of like in the first one. And then we, they end up being on the same team, just like uh, Shaw, right? And it's just like, it's just kind of this thing that they become friends. Don't do cool. well, become respect. family. They don't, friends. Friends, they don't have Troy. friends. They don't have friends. Which is, uh, I think this movie, why it, why it was so good, is first thing that stood out is the insane stunts that they do and pull off. They um, freaking drove a truck into a train. Like an actual train. An actual truck. They almost derailed the yeah. train. And they and use that shot. They use that shot because it the happened. They're like, "Oh shoot!" And then it <laughs> bounced back. And like, yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> that's exactly. totally meant to do that. And then they and then they totally <laughs> jumped two actors off a three hundred foot cliff into water, and they didn't die because <laughs> three hundred foot drop into water isn't like dropping someone onto concrete. But it was. But it it set the stone or set the stone set the set tone. the tone. <clears throat> Right off the bat, they drove the cars off the bat, off the train. They crashed the truck into it. They drove the car off the edge of a cliff into the water, and it was like, "Oh, that's what this movie's going to be. That's cool." Well, and another awesome. thing about this movie too that like I can't believe it works as well as it does. But they brought back everybody. I was just about to say they that. brought back Roman. They brought back Tej. They brought back. I, I was actually really surprised they brought um, back Roman. Yeah, and they brought back and Han, of course. They brought back Han, who's still alive. But they they brought them all in, and you're like, "Oh, really?" They brought back. Ludicrous. That's weird. And, and brought then it, back Vince. And then it worked. Like mm -hmm. if for some reason somehow yeah. it worked. 
They took they took someone from every movie and brought them back. Yeah, yeah. they even brought back E. Mendez. <laughs> oh, Eva for Eva Eva, Eva Mendez. They, they brought Eva back Mendes. Eva for for a stinger about three and a half. But seconds. they still brought her back. It was just sure. like it was like if you've been in our films at all up to this point, like you're still you're still important. You're still you know I mean? you're still part of our family. Exactly. Like the Fast and Furious. <laughs> the way family. that they tie these movies together is impressive. I don't care what anyone says, except for eight. I really hated the way they they were like, oh, by the way. I was the one that was hiring everyone the whole time. Is that what she said? Well, no. Oh, she, her teams yeah. in six and seven. Were oh, the I ones think that he. I think it, I missed that. It was. But anyway, let's not talk about eight. Let's but, talk about five. Five's better. <laughs> the way that they, the way that they managed to thread this plot hook with this plot plot hook, it's really cohesive. The way they managed to do it, um, but this this one in particular how they brought in all the guys before because they needed a team and they're being I guess they're being hunted again by Hobbs because they, they hired him to get him and Brazil was such a cool setting yeah who movie. does like uh, running down the favelas that's, in Brazil that's what I was like, going to bring up that felt when, like Jason was, Bourne when was uh, because the Hulk with um, oh Eric Bana yeah oh, wait. The, uh, when, when, when did this one come out when did Fast and Furious it came out in 2011 Okay, so so I guess they were a couple, a couple years, years apart. Also, they, they, they both have favela. They, I don't think they filmed any of it in Brazil. Yeah, they got they got like the overhead shots and yeah. stuff, like, but really? like With everything all those was shots of the, all those big the wide sweeping shots of of it was in Brazil. But all the, like the favela parts, mm-hmm. everything else when they drove through the town, it was all Dominican Republic, I believe, or Dominican Republic or Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico, one of those. Because they were like, yeah, you can trash our town. You can trash our town. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. I loved that shot in the fifth one when the when Vin Diesel jumps out of the window and then the rock breaks out of the window right underneath him. Yeah, and it's like it's super cool. It, it's, yeah, I don't know. It felt like the Hulk running through the 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 helicarrier in Avengers. Who all who all had this at number one? So that would be I did. Yeah, Chris, Troy, and James. And so why why is it your number one? I, it was just such a revival. Like it, it just felt like new life had been pushed into it, and it's just such a fun heist. I loved. It's a heist. It was movie, such yeah. a good ensemble cast. I loved the little switch at the end. Oh yeah. The little <clears throat> switcheroo with the safe. With the switch. With the, the safe. Garbage truck. Yeah. Yeah. That's I was great. like legitimately beaming, happy. It was just smiling so fun when they open it and all the money just falls out. I and I like, loved oh. that Hobbs like wasn't mad. He was just like, ha ha ha. Like that's so like funny. He got me. He's like, I'll give you 24 hours and then I'm going to hunt you. Yeah. But then like he was, he, he respected them. Like he mm-hmm. appreciated that they were able to pull one over his eyes. Yep. And, and that's a, that's a um, re- recurring theme with it. Anytime Dom deals with a bad guy, the bad guy ends up respecting him. Cause he changes them. Right. Yep. He like changes he said him. in eight. Exactly. That's, yeah, I just piece that together right now. <laughs> that was real good. I thought you had more. No, that's it. I was like, because he changes them. Um, yeah, dude, I think that because the stunts in Fast Five, they're not as like, I guess, bombastic is the word as the other ones. But like the train, like we mentioned. That's before, a great word, by the way. Bombastic. Mm-hmm. Good the, job. The train is super neat. Um, the just kind of I, I love heist movies, but coming up with a plan for the heist that had me hooked. Like I love the, the introduction to the team. Like we got to have a team. Yeah, we got to have uh, what? What do you call them? Sparks or whatever the 
the computer chip guy and, and talks about Tez, and then we got to get the, the smart mouth that can talk his way out of any situation. Roman gets the out chameleon. of the car. We got to have the chameleon. Haunt. We got to have. Yeah. No, it, it was gotta, uh, it was Dom's eleven. Tom's yeah. <laughs> eleven. <laughs> Toretto's eleven. Toretto's yeah, eleven. I really uh, like that. The guns. I, I want a shirt that says that. <laughs> The the guns lady and then and then he's like we gotta have two ace drivers that never break under any pressure and it, <laughs> then he's like we got those <laughs> like, it was just it was this like super cool moment that Dom's like he's going through all the list and then he turns and looks at him and and, and Brian sitting there with his big goofy grin going well we know we got those two <laughs> oh shucks <laughs> it was just it was so goofy but it was great. And then the the father the Dom tell me about your your father and then he told the whole story about his he had his soliloquy about his father and mm-hmm. well, so know, many callbacks in this to, franchise he had to stay up later than than Mia so he could read the next chapter of the book so he could teach it to her tomorrow and but it was always his father his father so for it's me good stuff I mean that that was some that was some good like characters. <laughs> Hey Troy, did you have something hey, to say? <laughs> I thought you were done. I actually thought I was interrupting. Was I interrupting you? Okay. No, I was interrupting you. You were being a dick on purpose. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so uh, the thing about number four, I mentioned that number four, the ending was really what got what got me the most because of the decision that uh, that Brian O'Connor made to bust uh, Dom out of the prison bus. <clears throat> Sorry. But then this picks up right after that, where it's like now. Yeah, There's immediate. no question about whether about whose team they're on. Like they are, he like Brian is it's true. There's no recruitment. Yeah, Brian all. is part of the family, the Toretto family now. Like, and then because Mia is pregnant, see, and the, the, she, they, he's literally now part s- of something family. about that is uh, it's kind of like I think you kind of lose something with that, which is why I like four. It's like when Jim and Pam got together in the office, you lose that sexual tension, you know. Um, I want. I want. You like d- the sexual tension between Paul Walker and Vin Diesel? I, absolutely, <laughs> I do <laughs> not. <laughs> it um, was sick. <laughs> anyway, I, I just think uh, while five, I agree, five is a great movie. <clears throat> um, it does. You do lose that that tension. Yeah. The the other thing about five that was great is it was, I think it was the first of the entire series that actually got me like excited for how the things were going to progress. Going forward, does that make sense? Later, yeah, in the like, like with with the Rock and just like just the team and families. Yeah. Family was always a was always a theme. We, we can like, call it Phase Two of the. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, um, uh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just gonna, I was just re- reiterate that it, it was the it was really probably the first one that I actually got excited for. So Troy and I were were kind of texting throughout this whole uh, franchise. We've been watching those for the last two or three months because. I didn't want to burn them out in one week. Let's give them one week's preparation time. So we've been watching like when it for we did aliens. Um, but Troy, super not happy with me. Super pissed off. I was going to make him watch these movies. Um, <laughs> I was too. Yeah, to be you honest. guys all were. Um, and then even like Troy's wife, Mara, was like, "Yeah, Troy hates these movies. He says they're so stupid." And then Troy would be texting me, and he was texting me throughout five. All, finally, and he's like, "Yeah, four was pretty good." And five, he was all. Dude, Tej is back. That's so crazy. And I could just tell. I could tell through his text that he was like liking these movies now, especially after five when he was like didn't have a bad thing to say about it. And then like moving on from there, 
uh, we still we we pushed back our date so we could have Jenny on the show actually. And uh, thank you for that. Yeah, no problem. What did you hear? So we were like, I was like, Trey, what are you doing tonight? He's like, Oh, I'm watching Fast and the Furious Seven. I just kind of felt like it. I was in the mood for it, and I was like, Oh, interesting. That's interesting, Trey. Yeah, this is another one of Chris's self-serving <laughs> <coughs> episodes. <coughs> Everyone has to like what Chris likes. Yeah, well, comes. you just have to see why. <laughs> so far, I have to say it seems like Chris is right. Yeah, thank you. I'm just going to... Hashtag Chris is right. Well, this is, this is every single episode of the Cold Blood Podcast when we have like a new thing that everyone watches or listens to, music or plays in a video game. We all come in like with all these arguments about why we hate it, and then a half hour goes by, and we all are loving it because we're talking about it. So, positive it's common. affirmation. Yep. The fifth one also had, I feel like, the strongest villain Is, with, and the uh, most believable villain. The Rock or name? the Reyes? Oh, the uh, the Brazilian. Because the, the Rock Brazilian wasn't guy. really like he was a the good real foil, villain. Yeah, yeah, he was a great foil, but he wasn't the true villain. Yeah. That was Dude. that was Reyes. But like that when he's describing up. like the Portuguese and the Spanish that, that was and, great. and how they conquered everything and mm-hmm. um and how he approached that, you just like believed how he had a real hold on that city. So it really made it seem like when you've got like tanks and machine guns and armies, you're like, no, like this guy really owns everything. He also told and this the story totally basically happen. of Pablo Escobar in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When he's like yeah, I give them schools and I give them electricity and I give them water and Pablo Escobar did. In turn, I own like, them. It was a great them. moment too when they uh, move all of his money and they're like, "Well, where are they moving it to?" And then Roman's all, "You're <laughs> me." And it, they show a police station. Have we got to break into a police station? And Dom's like, "The plan doesn't change. Changes nothing. Changes nothing." One thing I will say though, it was semi annoying that. It seemed like 40 minutes was probably waste superfluous in the movie because so much of it was spent running around their little track and be like, oh, try it again. Get a different car. Get a faster car. Switch <laughs> yeah. the person who's driving. Run the hot girl and around the, it. Yeah. yeah, and then at the end of the day, it's like, oh, we're going to just steal well, some, some police cars. This actually had no relation that to in what like, we're doing That happens in, this in plot. every heist movie, though. Like It happened in Italian Job. It happened in Ocean's Eleven. And I, I was even talking to my wife about this. I was like, they have to show you the plan so you know exactly when it goes awry and they have to improvise. Mm-hmm. But so, the thing so, was that with their plan, it wasn't even working. Mm-hmm. Like they couldn't even do it. They hadn't even successfully done it. And so when it changed, then they were like, oh, thank goodness. Because this actually was not going to work on yeah. any level. But you're right. It was a lot of screen time that seems wasted. <laughs> like they were practicing this one thing that never actually happened. They just had to get uh, Reyes' handprint on Gal Gadot's butt. That's true. It's true. That lucky man. It was a good scene. <laughs> she is, like, mathematically the most beautiful person alive. You say that, like, every episode I now. do. She is gorgeous. She, seriously, Gal Gadot. How do you pronounce her name? Gadot. Okay. You've got to talk about you guys' pronunciations about people's names. <laughs> Gal Gadot, that's how you pronounce her name. Jake, Jake corrects as, us as every... As much as ever. Eva Mendez and Gal Gadot. I'm not kidding. That's how she pronounces her name. She, I've heard interviews where she, they said, how do you pronounce her name? Jake she goes, knows her. Gadot. It's Gadot. You know that Sarah Michelle Gellar is Galar? <laughs> Galar? Is it also Sarah? Uh-huh. Sarah, Sarah Michelle Galar. Say Sarah, Sarah. Sarah. <laughs> Sarah Michelle. Well, she's from California. <laughs> what are you doing here? Um, bringing it back the improvisational heist that's the best part of the movie and then you have to really 
suspend your disbelief. No, no, I didn't. I loved every second you, of you it. Have to, I loved you have to, every second of it. I don't it. care if you and then loved when I it. Watched, you have to suspend your disbelief to believe that cars can pull a bank vault out of the bank. Like They were really strong cars. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Like 3,000 horsepowers? Try 5,000. Because <laughs> that's what it was. <laughs> because and there's cars two of them, that are spinning so their 10, wheels that have, that means they have zero grip on the road, means they can pull them out of Zero the... complaints about that entire scene. That scene was no, amazing. I, it's fun. It's absolutely fun, like, and I enjoyed and it. You guys should you watch, have to do yourself a favor and go watch the making of that scene, because it's amazing. And they, they really were chugging along something behind them. But they also built a, a, a safe around a little truck that the guy can drive in there to like do the turns and stuff. But they they bought a strip of road in Puerto Rico and said, we're going to trash your road, and here's how we're going to do it. We're going to have a wrecking ball go down the road. And they did it, and it's amazing. It's And uh, there's definitely been bigger stunts since then, but that's still my favorite. But that was one of the first ones that was like, what in the world is happening? Yeah. They're dragging a safe. They're a, a safe. And then, a, and then 10 minutes later, they're still dragging they're it. They're still dragging <laughs> it. Like, they drive it through a bank. Like, it was, that was pretty cool. I think I, I heard them saying it was like 10,000 pounds. Because um, that had to be enough to crush a car. And so when, when, they, when it plows into something else, it had to be heavy enough. It had to be light enough to be drug and heavy enough to crush cars. So that thing that they had barreling down the street with them, it was nuts. This, the sheer destruction in that scene was so amazing. Um, yeah, it was cool. And then the it way uh, cool. the way he swung it around on the on the um, bridge. Oh, with yeah. The NOS. Because yeah. he has to use the NOS for something. Yep. Oh, Ended up just one car could do it. Yeah, I just I really <laughs> like the the heist aspect of this movie. And, then they, and then they win. And, and they get all the money. Yeah. It's nice when a good plan comes together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my favorite, guys. It's a good one. I'm actually really, really okay with how our whole list played out in general from one to, to eight, the official list. Should we get a, a final rundown of that? Then? Yeah, yeah. Does so, anybody have any final uh, thoughts, though? Yeah, I have final thoughts. Um, I, I, I hate that uh, Chris gets the satisfaction of all of us uh, liking it throughout the episode. <laughs> um, but no, I, I, what, one thing I really like, and I think a lot of people endears a lot of people to the movies, is the theme around family is so strong in the movie, but it seems really strong on like outside of the movie for the mm-hmm. actors and stuff. And so it seems like they're almost not even acting. They're just being – that's like their actual relationship off camera is, is kind of the, the idea I get out of it. Um, I know there's some feuds, but particularly between Brian and Dom. There's also off-screen feuds between The Rock and Vin Diesel. Yeah, that, that's the kind yes. I was referring to. Yeah, the, the candy-ass feud. Uh, which is a shame, because I like them both on screen together. Yeah. They're really cool. Yeah, the, their fight in 5, by the way, was, was pretty good. When when Dom like has the wrench, he's going to hit him, but then he hits the cement next to him. Yeah, because he even tells him that, too. He's like, you're just a thug who beats people with a wrench. Yep. Yeah, and then he takes the wrench and mm-hmm. doesn't beat him. Okay, but I can't believe you guys were complaining about Jason Statham and the improbability of him beating The Rock, but you had no qualms with Listen, Vin Diesel besting The Rock. I'm talking about on screen. That you is look way at him, less likely. You got big guy, small guy. At least with with Vin Diesel, it's big guy, big guy. They're more big guy, even, less big guy. It's like a They're big guy. You used even, to be big, but now you look pretty small. So you don't. You just don't like the little guys in the movies. They're not. There's no love for the the. The slim guys. Yeah. The I'm svelte saddest. guys. He just hates a well-toned body. <laughs> the svelte guys. 
<laughs> uh, I had a friend in college that thought this belt meant like dad bod. <laughs> so he's like, Jake, you're looking very svelte today. And I was like, that is something that has never been used to describe me. And he goes, why? You look like your dad bod. And I was like, you don't know what svelte means, do you? <laughs> um, awesome story. Any closing words on the franchise, guys? I hated the idea that we were going to watch these movies. All I had, like, orig- I spent years and years and years and years hating the first movie. I loved the first movie when it first came out. After I graduated from college, I was like, oh, that's, or out of, after I graduated from high school, I was like, oh, I'm never watching that movie again. That was dumb. And the second movie and the third movie, and I never watched anything after that, and I hated it. And when you said you were going to make us watch it, I was pissed because I didn't want to. But I watched them all, and as long as I turn my brain off and I don't have to think, these movies are super fun to watch. They're super fun action movies that are that are dumb action fun movies. If you're looking for something more mentally stimulating, you're going to the wrong place. But there's nothing wrong with having a dumb fun action movie. Uh, sometimes that's what you want and that's what you get in spades in Fast and Furious movies and it's and I ultimately I think it's a good thing to have something like that because I it's a popcorn movie absolutely I very much enjoyed it um, even though I mean the movies are just yeah so my, dumb. my sentiment is pretty close to Jake's um, I was wasn't happy about him I I, okay, so I'm going to use the same terminology that I use to describe this series um, that I use for Aquaman, and that's that when it's bad, it's really bad. But when it's good, it's actually really good. It's funny because the director of Aquaman directed Seven. Yeah. Really? yeah. <laughs> yep, that was James, James Wan. Anyway, no, so... And well, that's, 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 that's a really good way to put yeah. it. When it's and, bad, it's really bad. It's and good, what you said really about bad. turning your brain off and just enjoying a movie, like... Just, just like movies don't always have to be inceptions and like just make you constantly engaged and so on. Like it awes by. Well, we all do it for Marvel movies too. It's escapist. It's it's escapist. And what better way to escape than like? Because the whole point of an action movie is to get someone with a blank face, like Vin Diesel, and you can you can superimpose yourself onto that person, and you're like, oh my gosh, I can I I just I just parachuted a car out of an airplane and went and knocked a freaking bus off a cliff. That's freaking cool. At the same at the same time, I want to acknowledge how hypocritical it is of us to say that about Fast and Furious, but also give Michael Bay all the <laughs> because that is exactly what well, well, that, here, here's the worst. So here, that's fine. Here's the thing is there there's Logic good execution and there's bad execution and there's a uh, just source material where it's coming from because Chris said we, we do the same thing for for Avengers and and Marvel but it's it's the it's the content I, we 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 all love the, those characters um, that just comic books in general and so not all of us not all of us necessarily like the street racing culture that that this is based around so it's basically like they they give the same feeling but do you like street racing or do you like comics mm-hmm. if you like both you like both if you like one you like one. Yeah, and you're you're actually on to something because you can almost tell it's it's the execution. Like when you when you judge something or critique something, you don't compare it to like 
Shawshank Redemption, like Fast Five and Shawshank sure. Redemption. Sure. But you see what they're trying to do and how well they execute it. Yep. And if you look on Rotten Tomatoes, you can tell people enjoy what <laughs> they're trying to do that's executed really well. Sure. So that's that was yeah. very astute. Let's, uh, let's give. Uh, sorry, sorry, Jenny. I want to hear Jenny Let closing closing no, remarks. Let, Let me speak. speak. <laughs> Everyone, hush. I've been, I've been waiting with bated breath in this moment. I am turning you all down. L- listen to me. <laughs> um, no, I think that there. And you were comparing the franchise to Michael Bay movies and saying it was hypocritical. I think that there's something to be said for a movie that is doesn't necessarily make you think, but it's just fun and just makes you feel joyous it has themes of love and loyalty and friendship and family and i feel like that's the big difference like yeah there's explosions and silly stunts and things that are just out of this world and would never happen like michael bay does but i feel like it's those underlying themes that make people keep on coming back that they feel like they're part of a family that they're part of like a team and it's something that you just leave those movies feeling good like maybe you don't think about it too much, but how often, I mean, that we spend too much time in the world having to think about everything and politicize everything. And it's sometimes just really nice to just be like, man, I just feel really happy right now and just kind of have that moment. And I feel like that's what this franchise gives. And I love it for it. Amen. Touche. That was a great point. It's a, it has a heart. Yeah. And, and there's no politics in it There's which no i've never politics. even thought of because <laughs> i hate not i hate tacked on politics in movies and marvel's mm-hmm. doing it now and you're like oh my gosh just let me just not think mm-hmm. so yeah it's a good point i love these movies and i i even just realized that i enjoy everyone's character arc like dom went from someone i don't really like to someone that i like i respect that character because he has a code and he's never strayed from it unless he's being blackmailed but 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 even even, then, but even yeah. then yeah it's family yeah, so it's like it's interesting, and, and that's why I said that I like all of the more recent ones because you just watch these characters evolve. Um, yeah, I really like this franchise, and that's why I wanted you guys to watch it is because it it was being uh, just like some people thumb their nose at it. It makes billions of dollars, and yet people still thumb their noses at it. And that's not a knock on you guys. I I get it. I was doing the same thing until I just sat down and watched one. Um, but I kind of just thought like I bet these guys would like these movies. Like I, that was my bet. And uh, it sounds like you guys kind of do, more so than even before, anyway. Um, so yeah, thanks for. Uh, Why don't you give us a, a last final list? All right. So at number eight, we have Too Fast, Too Furious, where it definitely belongs. At number seven, we have Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. Number six, we have Fate of the Furious. At number five, we have Fast and the Furious Six. At number three, we have Fast and Furious. Number four. Uh, was that, did I say number three? Yeah. yeah. Number four, sorry. So many numbers. Number four. <laughs> At number three, we have Furious 7. At number one, we have numero uno, the Fast and the Furious. At number two, we have Fast and Furious. At number one, we have Fast 5. See, I, your list you gave me was Oski Wampus. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, my apologies. We had, so. we had two ties and we had to break mm-hmm. ties. And- so at number two, we have the Fast and the Furious. Number one, we have Fast 5. And there you go. Cool. There you have it. That was a lot of fun. I had a ton of fun watching them. I had a ton of fun talking with you guys. Yeah, thanks for uh, joining us. Thanks for coming, Jenny. Thanks for giving me an excuse. It's not often that I'm invited to share this (laughs) with willing listeners. Well, we... uh... (laughs) <laughs> we're all super like uh we, we talk over each other a lot so i hope that we gave you enough uh of a platform to show your love for the movies no i so. loved it i love being here thanks all guys. right no problem thank you 
Thank you guys for doing this with us. Um, is there anything else? Any shout outs or anything you want to do? I just checked that Cool. All if right. If there's nothing else, then uh, we'll see you guys. We love you guys, and we'll see you next time. Okay, bye. bye. bye.